Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Family Records. My name is Matt Rodolfi, and with me, as always, is uh, the Lord of Dune and Castle himself, Mr. Lord Blake Sweet. How's it going, Blake? How's it going, peasant? <laughs> <laughs> peasant? Does that automatically make me a peasant? No, I, I I, guess if you're a Lord's cousin, what does that make you? Is that like an Earl uh, or a Baron? Or Baron sounds badass. Baron I... Matt Rodolfi. <laughs> Earl Matt Rodolfi, not so much. Sounds like I just got an extra name. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe you're like an Alderman. I already got four names. I don't know about a fifth one. <laughs> Earl Matthew Gino Salcido Rodolfi. It sounds well, it sounds kind of regal. I guess Baron Matthew well, Gino sounds a little better. And you can always correct people by saying, my name is Earl. <laughs> my name is a, That's fun and cheeky. Yeah. Yeah, cute. And definitely not just some stupid reference that I... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we were know. all there for it. It was yeah. fun. Uh, how's it going, man? How was your week? We haven't talked oh, it was much. Pretty good. Yeah, uh, I like your new busy. hat. Oh yeah, thank you. That's yeah, very trendy. Where'd you get it? Uh, it was a gift from Bailey's parents. Oh, they have good taste in hats, yes, right? In hats. It's funny. It took uh, it no. took me and Bailey forever to figure out what it says. Oh, what does it say? Ivov V? It's four oh six in Roman numerals. It's the area code for Montana. Wow, that's yeah. some pretty gangster Montana yeah, right? shit. <laughs> 406? Yeah. Uh, if you couldn't hear from the giggling, we have Michael Landon with us again. How's how's it going, Mikey? Um, uh, it's going well. How are you guys doing? What you, you, you just yeah. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah come you know, on, Mikey. paying attention to the Get show. Get with the program. Come well, on. Matt, how are you doing? Nobody asked you. Oh, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I like you your make hat. me look like a shit <laughs> hey. co-host, Mikey. Matt, what does your hat say? I don't remember. Lake, it's my Lake Tahoe That's hat right. that I have. <laughs> I have a lot of baseball caps, and I just grab one that matches, vaguely matches my clothes every day. All um, right. But we also yeah. have a, another special guest. If you're new to the show, then you probably don't recognize that Mikey being here means that Mikey being here is not important. And <laughs> unless Mikey is the person who we're <laughs> it means someone more important is usually here. Blake, you yeah, want to introduce fun. our guest? Yeah, sure. So this week we have local drummer and close personal friend of mine, Carlos Ventura. How you doing, buddy? How we doing, guys? Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's hell to yeah, here. Thanks for coming. Local Absolutely. local drummer. It sounds so much fancier. <laughs> and all the the Mikey's introduction. No offense, Mikey. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, honestly, I'm a drummer and I'm local. We've got a local drummer, which sounds <laughs> badass. We've got Lord of Dunin's Castle. We can get to that story, I guess. That, yeah. For what you it's brought worth. it up, my Blake. I don't know if you know this, Carlos. Blake is a lord. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Official. Oh boy. Official hey. lord. Yeah. Recognized by the Scottish government and everything. Let yeah. me guess. You bought a tree? Nah, you, you man. Bought a, I, like, I bought him a freaking plot and a castle. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we haven't sorry. really delved into our gift exchange, but every well, year we kind of do a crazy gift exchange. And this last year, I gifted Blake the title of Lord. Holy moly. Because I, I, I think <laughs> I've seen like this thing where like in Scotland, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Where like you buy like a square foot and then yeah. you plant a tree there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you're officially it's, like you it's know, like, like the the preservation the society it's, for some of the castles. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, the same thing, but for some reason uh, I went with a higher level one where he owns a piece of the. Ca- it might even be the same company that does it, but he owns a piece of the castle. So I forget what that means. I think it is means- that like a plot of like is that like a foot of ground 
yeah, within the castle walls, like, or is it like, like a, a brick in the castle? Yeah. castle? Yeah, no, there's one brick. They spray painted the name Lord Blake on it. <laughs> no <laughs> aerosol can. Yeah, yeah. Well, is it too a, late to have you to have you go back and make him say Thag was here? <laughs> Thag was here. Call back. <laughs> um, pleasure meeting your Majesty <laughs> for uh, <laughs> family records listeners. Yeah, no, I got him that. I think the reason I got you that one because it came with like some stupid additional things. Like he's able to. He has free fishing rights. To the grounds, right? Shut if up. he ever goes to the yeah. <laughs> his grounds, he can go fishing. Well, hey, now that like shit's opening back up, time for a trip to Scotland. I think so. <laughs> just imagine when like until you have kids, like you just got to make him like <clears throat> this is my land. Yeah, this is gonna be like, my territory. Do your kids get to inherit it? You think? Oh, that's maybe a, that if is I include it in my will. Yeah, that is a good question. I wonder if you could leave it in your will to him. That's pretty. cool. I'm sure. You I, get one I, I, square foot of land. I don't know. Like, <laughs> if you have multiple kids, they got to split it. When you buy somebody a star, <laughs> is that transferable? Uh, that's a good uh, on like the Hollywood Walk of Fame or like up in the sky. No, no, like up in the sky. Oh. I didn't know you could buy somebody a star on the Walk of no, Fame. No, you don't know that. If you to get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, you have to buy it yourself. What? So yeah, like, you didn't just, know that. It's not like gifted to you. You get like the offer or whatever, but you have to in order to do it. The actor or celebrity or whatever has to pay for it. Wait, so does that mean like some schmuck could just walk and buy a? I think you still got to get like approval or whatever. But this uh, is a thing. I don't think the there's just celebration. like like with the whole handprint. Oh, oh yeah, who needs, yeah, that's who needs a celebration? It, I just right? want to have the fucking yeah, star. Yeah. I mean, if I get my hands printed on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, I'm I'm doing it. I'm yeah, it. yeah, oh, for sure. No, for sure. I, do you, but you're right though. There's not anyone like out there. Just not like just Rick Smith on the Hollywood <laughs> Walk of Fame. What's he famous for? Although that being said, have you ever walked it? Have you guys ever walked it? I have uh, a few times. Yeah, yeah have you ever so. noticed like you walk and you're like, oh look at Mike, that, you're like from Edward SoCal. Norton or whatever. Yeah, Who else? And that that's probably like, why it'll be like Ben, you know, like Rodriguez, and it'll be like producer. <laughs> like never heard of you, Ben. Good for you. All right, <laughs> like, cool. Good thing you paid enough money for that. Yeah, yeah, man. You must be doing something right. <laughs> oh God! Last time I did the Walk of Fame, I think it was in like 2016. Oh yeah, like wh- 26, late 2016, early 2017, and there were people just like taking selfies on Trump's star. And- oh really? That was around the time that there was like Weirdly, the wall on his star and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was a. Uh, <laughs> It was a weird mix of like pro Trump people like, hey, our president has a star on the Walk of Fame, and then anti Trump people. Like, I, I remember just flipping it off. I and, think I went in like 2018, and there was still some like there was like flowers and hate <laughs> on his star. You walk by. But what's funny is my big takeaway when we went when we walked it was because it was the first time I've been there, despite living in SoCal for so many years. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, man, this glamorous, famous place looks like trash oh it's a shit like, it's kind of a crapshoot man that it's place LA. Like, yeah no yeah. i know it's but fucking like, la it's a kind of a sketchy part of la i don't know i, I was well, surprised I mean, think about it anything that was like glamorous and shit when it was brand new decades ago doesn't stay glamorous absolutely all that time yeah uh, that's that's true I guess I, I do have a story when it comes to that because my, my buddy and I we went to see a concert on then we literally drove um like the whole night just to see this concert when we're driving back the, the next day uh, down out in that area it, yeah okay down in the Hollywood area and I remember we went to grab a bite and we're heading back to the venue and he just looks at me he's like run and I was like what, what <laughs> you doing? I was like dude quit, quit being stupid like you're literally been jo- like joking with me and he was like no there's somebody chasing us right now he's coming really close to you run what I the f- let's just say I 
I pretty much could have been in the Olympics that day. Okay. I, I freaking ran, dude. As soon as it seemed, as soon as it was real. Oh yeah. Now once I looked back and the dude like looked sketchy, I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm out. Nobody Damn. wears jackets." And so that dude had a jacket. He's themselves. dangerous. Yeah. Oh man. I love how that's your metric. Like. Ain't nobody I mean, I wearing the no jacket. Also running after you. <laughs> it was in the middle of summer, but ain't nobody wearing jackets. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the night, in like the winter, maybe I guess. But yeah, you're you're right. That's yeah. That's yeah, sketchy. That, it just looks sketchy. Sketchy you know? stuff, man. That's what we were staying right behind when we were there, like right off of the the walk, and it was like a half a block. And it's like as soon as you turned off the walk, which was sketchy enough at night, as soon as you turn off of it, it's like no street lights, just dead and empty, and you're going to like a building built in the 1920s with a bunch of people just hanging out in the courtyard out front that like in folding chairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, all right, let's get through here and get up to our room and like maybe not come out till the sun's up. <laughs> oh, dude. That's exactly what downtown Vegas was like too. Really? Like I was telling you, we stayed like a block away from Fremont Street. Oh yeah, that area. And the moment you step off of Fremont Street, it's it's sketchy. You see anyone in jackets? Yes, actually. <laughs> a lot of people in jackets. Yeah, look out for, for them for June in now Vegas. Now we're talking the desert. Now serious. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there were snowbirds from Texas or something <laughs> down there to cool off. <laughs> Definitely from Montana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways. We should move on real quickly and start drinking because that's the fun part. Then we can start asking you some questions, Carlos, if you're down. Absolutely. Plus, uh, we should uh, hurry up before our ice melts in our whiskey. Yeah, I don't like, know if you, uh, you heard, Mikey. A couple episodes ago, we kind of talked for 30 minutes and let our, our whiskey get watered down way too far. <laughs> like You couldn't taste the whiskey. That's fantastic. It was bad. I mean, it was fun conversation. It was definitely yeah, burning no, water. Yeah, it yeah. must have been really good conversation. <laughs> it was all right. It was that story. Remember the story of me? Uh, the first You've probably heard it when I first smoked weed. In high school, and I like I was a good boy. I almost got in trouble. You don't remember that you were a freshman. You probably don't remember at all. I I don't know. It sounds familiar. Anyways, I don't want to rehash. Oh, it. Oh no, I do. I do remember that. I do no, remember. I don't that. want to rehash the whole thing. We can talk <laughs> another time. Rehash but. it. Oh, oh. oh. that's why he's the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what are we drinking today, Blake? All right. Today we have Navigator Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Ooh. Uh, and it says Kentucky Straight, but it's Pride finished in... Well, I mean, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it says it's finished in Cabernet barrels in American Ooh. Canyon, California. It has a like wine-like smell to it. So, weirdly enough... It's still somehow a local bourbon, it? even though it's a Kentucky bourbon. Definitely huh. a little bit of a cab in it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. yeah. Just I can a smell smell. The cab, I'm, yeah. I'm very curious like to see how this comes it on out. on the walls or something. All right, well, let's try it, and we can tie yeah. it. A little clink. Cheers, cheers gentlemen. Clinks, cheers, cheers. Clink, clink. Clink. Clink, clink. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Wow. Ooh, yeah. That is interesting. That's it's nice. very smooth. Very smooth. It doesn't, you can it taste the wine. It definitely doesn't taste like a regular burning whiskey no yeah. it has like a no, very mellow taste but like like i don't know there's it's, a lot it's, of flavor it's got that it. like hit at the front like a cab does absolutely yeah that's yeah. very bizarre it's almost like it's a little drier too like a cab not gonna lie the packaging behind the bottle yeah it looks very pretty badass. Badass. <laughs> you guys gotta see it yeah, yeah uh, we'll put it actually here i'm gonna take yeah, a picture we have for an instagram. instagram beautiful yeah yeah very <laughs> interesting family record podcast right family record podcast it's the twitter is it record or records family records podcast you're right it's the twitter that's family records po because i ran out of letters (laughs) oh look the owen navigator is a little 
navigation wheel? wheel. No, yeah. yeah, no, there's a word for it. I, I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm it's sorry, I'm not a pirate. <laughs> oh, only pirates were on ships. Oh, yes. God, Blake. Except for Simon Steed. You're ignorant. I guess. That's why, have that's come why he's out the funny By one. the time we Simon <laughs> release Steed. this oh, episode. Uh, well, we don't know. Maybe he had one of his in his in his uh, Volkswagen. That's it. Yeah, maybe. That does not, it's not going to make any sense to anyone for two months. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Fat Tango presents. I hope you listen once to a Fat month, Tango. But everything <laughs> yeah. else is really, really like <laughs> early. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's seeing the stuff we were on for the last three months and we're already two months ahead of you. <laughs> no, this is really good. It is. Um, good flavor. It's, yeah. For how it dark it is. It feels fancy. Oh, it might be the packaging makes it look so dark too. But I really mm-hmm. like this. I almost feel like it's a little. Too cold. I'm gonna add a little bit more there. Yeah. See if I can. Melt like I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that like sure. when I drink whiskey, like it's hard for me to drink it straight. But this is like a very nice mix. Yeah, I yeah. almost, I almost want to try it straight after, like on my next glass. If I have a next glass, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anything is possible tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's, you know me. I only have one every night. Oh yeah, we just have the little taster <laughs> the bottles and that's it, right? That's it. We just, we <laughs> then just we have drink good, water and yeah, good conversation. And we're that's good all. boys. Yeah, we're good boys. <laughs> so anyways, are we supposed to guess the tasting notes? Is that the plan? Uh, I mean, we can. I've noticed we've kind of moved away from that. Yeah, it's just fun we to try it. We get bogged down in it. Yeah, I know you try it. Uh, let's let's not get lost because we're not that good. We're, we're bad yeah. whiskey boys. We can go over the tasting notes if we want, but Do you guys want it? Is anyone to. curious about I'm what a, I'm what a little curious. Claim? This is really good, yeah, so yeah, I'm a little yeah, curious. Yeah, give, okay. it, give it to Absolutely. us. Tell us what it's got in it. All right. Yeah, Slipping it's good, in. even a little warmer. I'm guessing Cab, Cabernet. <laughs> <laughs> the palate has a sherry-like quality, showing yeah. dry fruit and a sherry. floral hint. You could cook with it. <laughs> yeah. oh. um, actually, aren't there a lot of recipes where you cook with bourbon? Uh, hell if I know. I, don't, I, I, guess, don't know. I guess brandy. Right? Isn't that what, like, a cherry's jubilee? It's brandy and cherries? I have no idea. That's the jubilee? I had no well, idea. I, I know it's some kind of alcohol because you light it on fire. Yeah, or it's like, I mean, I, I guess the assumption is that it would be alcohol. That would make most sense. It's not going to be like turpentine or anything. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe it's rubbing alcohol. Off. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's very safe in COVID times. Cherry's Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> All right, so Sherry, what else? Is there anything else? Uh, Nothing on the tasting notes I had pulled up. That's it, it was it's literally like, just the nose the of the thing. The nose you got of cherry the, and that's all you get. Uh, <laughs> oh, heavy spices and notes of dark cherry and vanilla round out the oh, palate. Oh, this bullcrap again. Yeah. There's this vague-ass explanation of what's in it. Hey, hey, at least it's not few. Yeah, oh, I saved. That's the one that I saved in here. What did I put it? Over uh, there. It's over there somewhere. We, <laughs> we had one whiskey Carlos, that was... Grab that little... Literally every <laughs> tasting note on it is like... It's just an adjective. Yeah, it's just like... It, and it's a subjective adjective, yeah. too. It's Hints like, of friendship. Spicy. <laughs> yeah, spicy. Malty, <laughs> sweet, tangy, cinnamon, toffee, <laughs> clove, caramel, and then few. Yeah, no. It's... <laughs> Thank you. I, I think tasting notes that. are Few bullshit. details, yeah. <laughs> No, no, it's it's uh this is good though. The few ones sucked, by the way, too. Oh yeah, <laughs> God, I saw that at the liquor store actually when I was buying that. And you like gave it the finger or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. Was, I, I think don't it was think actually behind a locked case. I, I don't think we gave it this much hate when we actually Wait, tasted what? it. 
behind a love case. Man, that doesn't mean like, crap, you know, though. Bevmo has the little, like, yeah, locked yeah, yeah. glass door. That doesn't mean right. crap, because they not. have that gold bar one behind a case. I tried that one. That sucks. <laughs> I was that looking one. at that one, and I was like, it's it's too flashy. It can't nah, be good. And it's like, it was expensive, and the price keeps going down every time I go in, because it sucks. I got oh, one yeah. of the testers of it, and I was like, mm. ooh, this is so fancy, and the little testers behind the glass case. And I was like, this, this is lame. <laughs> this <laughs> was actually no also interest. behind the glass case, but... It's not no, a bad thing. It, like uh, it was not tackily bottled like yeah. uh, the gold bar. <laughs> yeah, that's tacky as hell. If if Trump made bourbon, you'd think it was that. It's just like well, a straight I'm, gold I'm bar. Sure, I'm pretty sure the Trump vodka was like shaped like a gold really? bar. Have you guys seen that one? It's straight. Uh, it's a gold bar. You just twist off one side. It's just a bottle. You can't even see it. You don't see the bourbon in it. It's that's just, fucking dumb. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really dumb. <laughs> it's not fun. Bet, I bet you feel like a badass if you got like four of them stacked up and whatever. But The like, only goal you can get is a whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's the Bitcoin whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm more of an Ethereum whiskey kind of guy. Oh, you would be. It's all about, it's all about that Dougie coin, bro. Yeah, Doge, baby. About, <laughs> Doge. I think the Doge whiskey is like Miller Lite, right? It just keeps going up and down. <laughs> I figured the Doge whiskey would be like Jim Beam. Oh, no. The Doge ain't that bad, man. I have, I own some Doge. <laughs> I was like, Doge is more do. like Jaeger. It cracks me up. Jaeger. Yeah, Doge like is that. the Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You might buy a bunch and forget about it. Could be a good experience yeah, or could, no. <laughs> could be something you need to forget. <laughs> it's volatile. Volatile. I don't know how to volatile? pronounce words. Volatile. It's volatile. Volatile, volatile. Oh, now you screwed me up. Volatile, yeah. Voltaire, what? Voltaire. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, anyways, thanks for coming and drinking with us, Carlos. Thank we you for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah, of course. Um, Definitely looking forward should, to it. Let's chat. I, I wanted to ask you. Do you remember the first time you and I met? It might have been here. It was here. It was definitely it was here. here. Absolutely. I'm just curious if if you remember it the same way I do because I remember. For a while, Blake's telling me about all his friends. You guys were what, like 18, 19 oh, at the time? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. young, right? I don't know if I told you this before, Either Mike. Still yeah. in high school or just out? It was 4th of July. 4th of July. We, yes, yes. And I remember because Blake was like, I have a friend that's a drummer and you're a drummer. And basically, the, our whole meeting was Blake going, Carlos, Matt, this is Carlos and Matt. Meet each other. You're both drummers. <laughs> like, total 18 year old, like, two of my cousin and my friend are drummers. And we, I remember you like well, walked away and you and I were like, hey, hey, so you're a drummer. Well, yeah, you also, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> you also lived up here by yourself with no friends, and I was leaving. <laughs> so true. I was trying to set you up on blind friend dates. Here, drummer, be friends. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was funny though because I, oh, I remember nice. that sometimes like just sitting there like we're drinking, and, like this is my friend Carlos. Oh, hey, what's up, Carlos? No, I remember, <laughs> I remember it, we came down here. I think like we yeah, saw some people left, yeah, and then yeah. I stayed. And then we came down here and we just we were just chatting for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. and then that everyone was, cool, was yeah. everyone was yeah no it was that was a good time I think about it that was it's cool we used to I don't you never did that on Fourth of July with us Mikey huh we go up on the property and watch and no. you can see like the fireworks of like four towns four cities no like I, I've been up there night, for you a can sunset see like six or seven. Like yeah, you can see as cool. far as Sacramento sometimes. It's cool, but it's also funny because like the awe and excitement of it is just completely diminished. Oh, yeah, because they're all <laughs> tiny little, <laughs> little like the size of a Dude, nickel they in the distance. just did the same thing in the other yeah, town. Like, Ooh, look, <laughs> that city's going purple. <laughs> like, Ooh, that city's got the sparkly no, ones. But, but, hold on. It is kind of cool because they do the thing. Every city does the thing where they sync up the fireworks show with a, with a radio station. Yeah. Well, so they you, do you can't. I never knew that. Yeah, and most you, of them do. You yeah. get like all the Bay Area stations and almost all the Sacramento stations up here. So you 
just sit there and cycle through the stations and like I, I know they find say the ones that. that they sync them up. I know with. they say they sync it up, but I, am I the only person in the world that watches fireworks that they say is synced up and feel like this is just you're just kind of saying it's synced up? Like, well, the, <laughs> like okay. Disneyland does a pretty good job. Well, that, okay, that, that no, was, you know what the the places that do fireworks out here they're going for uh what is it general effect? Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. Absolutely, <laughs> we were talking about judging the wow and drum factor. Core. Like honestly, <laughs> visual if, music drum general like, effect. Like yeah. a personal thing, it's like if I go see fireworks, I'm gonna go see the lights. I'm gonna see the show. Yeah. I'm not gonna try to sync it with the music. Like yeah. the only place that I would go to like to do that would be Disneyland because yeah. they're really freaking good. Yeah. At it. The yeah. only bummer there is you're smashed in with so many people. I yeah. don't know, like it, but you're right. The way they sync it up is incredible. Well, it's like, it, like if you think about it, it's uh, Disneyland is all about magic. Yeah, and yeah. the way they sync wait, up wait. everything is all like magical. If you think about it, I haven't heard that before. You think magic's their yeah. whole thing, huh? Well, yeah. Oh, it's like okay. you know, if you think about it, like you know, Mickey Mouse and like the whole magic thingy. Uh uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. Magic Land. Yeah. <laughs> magic, huh? I've never really associated Disneyland with that. I just have to, well, what I you mean, need to you do? probably associate friendship sarcastic. with magic. <laughs> what you need to do is you, you need to eat some brownies before you go, and then you really feel the yeah, magic. Yeah, you ever done edible Disneyland? <laughs> oh boy. Um, what's the best? So we just say like the best fireworks you've ever seen. Do you have any of you guys have an experience with fireworks that you think just like stands out in your mind? Disneyland. Just Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah, probably Disneyland. Wow. I have one that I thought was cooler than that. When I was uh, marching corps, we did. We used to play for a minor league baseball team in uh, in Palm Springs, and uh, in the summer we would play. And we did this big Fourth of July bash that they were having. They had the court come out, and we went out on the field under the fireworks that they were blasting up right behind the field. So we like played a bunch, the whole core, and then you know the show started, and they had us because our drums were on stands and stuff, just like chill, sit down. So we all laid down on our backs. And just watch the fireworks that were blasting directly ahead, above us. Now that's and sick. we're just being like bathed in ash. We were so close <laughs> to it. But it was sick, man. Because being right below it, it, it seems like it goes freaking horizon to horizon. No, I bet. That was pretty nuts. Actually, now that you mention it, and now it's going to sound like I'm trying to step on your story. No, that's I cool. do remember I went to an A's game. And uh, that was like they did a fireworks show. Oh, my uh, minor league team couldn't yeah. be good enough. I got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they were pretty solid seeds. Yeah, to go to But they did. They After the game, they let everybody down on the field, and they did a fireworks show, and it was synced up oh, wow. with uh, classic movie scores. Oh, that's fun. So that they did, cool. like, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, uh, like the old school Superman movies. Oh. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Like, anyway, that's, that's cool, I guess. I, I guess my story's it's, not it's that no cool. It's no minor league stadium, <laughs> but... I went to a Padres game once, actually. I think about it. <laughs> I went to a Padres game once, and they were playing, like, ACDC and shit, and it was all synced up with the in downtown San Diego. That was oh, really yeah. fucking cool. I, I remember I went to a Padres game in... Oh, God, what was the... You're a baseball guy. Do you remember the year they went against the Yankees in the World Series? Oh, God, what was that? That would have been, like... Early 2000s, and it was like the start of the 1980, next... 1998. No, the Padres went oh, to the wait. World Series with the Yankees. Was 1998? Oh, maybe it was because it was right after we moved down south. Well, we went to the the opening season uh, game at the Padres the next year, and I'd been an A's boy my whole life, right? And then we moved down south. So, Padres, let's go because you like baseball. And uh, they had just lost to the Yankees, and I remember we went in, and they had like the beginning opening ceremonies. They had a bunch of dudes parachute down. Not that that's that 
you know, exciting. Um, wearing oh, no, Yankees shirts. Oh. Wearing Yankees gear, oh. right? No, no, I got badass. Wearing Yankees gear, and they, like, parachute onto the field. And, like, they're saying, oh, boo, you know, whatever. And then they walked up into, like, the center of this, like, big platform they had. And they all took off their Yankees jersey and Padre jersey underneath. Oh, no. And <laughs> just threw them into this bean and lit it on fire. <laughs> nice. That was that was awesome. so badass. No, the Yankees... I wasn't even a Padres fan. I was like, yeah. Because yeah. the Yankees <laughs> swept them in four games. Games. Yeah, man. And my dad always said I had tickets to the fifth game, but then they lost in four. Oh, that's Thanks, rough. Padres. Padres. <laughs> Apparently, they must be coming back or something. The the show, the new twenty twenty one game, is like Padres is the game is the team. So yeah, I don't I don't follow baseball that close, but I know the Giants, the A's, the Padres, it, like uh, California the Dodgers, teams. a lot of California sure. teams are like in the top standings, which is pretty bad. I pretty good. About it. I was following a little closer pre COVID. I now I got three kids on time. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> like, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, enough, enough years where the A's come out strong and then just kind of dwindle. Oh, man. Like, uh, that's like the one thing I love the Giants, but like I also really, really like the A's, mm. but they just break my heart every season. Yeah, every season they is do. Like, the Giants are fun when, especially when they're on hot streak. Oh, yeah. Like seeing oh, yeah. them live is fun. The one time, the best tickets I ever had was like third row. Your mom, I think, had hand hooked us up with some, and we went to a Cubs and Giants hey, game. Asshole, we've gotten you into luxury boxes at those games. No, I know for sure. Well, not at the Giants games. Have but, we not? No, not the Giants. No. Just I guess it, yeah. You were living up here when the Giants were like really good. Yeah, and it was like well, except that we went to this like one game, and it was them and the yeah. Cubs, and. There, I don't think anyone even made it to base. It was the most boring game I've ever experienced in my life. And it was over so fast. We were just like left in the seventh. We were like, this is boring. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the best seats ever. Happens. And it's boring as hell. But, you know, I've seen cool ass games from the Absolutely. nosebleed. So <laughs> you know. anyways, get away from baseball. I guess this is family records. Maybe we should actually ask Carlos a little bit about your family. So you grew up locally? I did not know. Okay. I, um, I moved here when I was 14. I'm originally from El Salvador. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that, man. Yeah. That's so awesome. I, I grew up out there and came here, learned English. Uh, so my parents are separated. They separated when I was one year old. So I lived with my mom my whole life. Oh, okay. But um, when I moved up up here, I lived with my dad and his oh, okay. family. And uh, it was a cool experience. It was uh, Coming up at 14 must have been very interesting. It was rough. It was oh, rough really? in the sense of like... You don't know the language. Yeah, getting the language down at that age must have been tricky. Yeah, my dad had a theory. He was like, in order for you to learn English, you have to go to a place where nobody speaks Spanish. Uh, so he's like, I mean, you're gonna because the thing is you have to defend there. yourself. He's not. And like yeah. that's the one thing that I'm just like, you know what? You're you were right until now. Like a lot of people are like, we don't even hear your accent. Yeah, man. And I it's know, like I don't know that you know, guess. like yeah. I've only been here like what? You know, you might been, what, maybe ten years now? About Wow. 11, 11, yeah. Damn, man. That's fucking no, sad. No, yeah, Meanwhile, you're... our Italian grandpa lived here for 60 years and <laughs> never, never lost, lost his, his accent. Although, to be fair, he had a major hearing issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor no, guy. That's crazy, deaf. man. I didn't know that. El Salvador just nationalized Bitcoin. That's cool. Yeah, no, I, know. <laughs> I, just, I just found that out. I'm like, man, I moved to the right time. <laughs> yeah. They might have the most stable currency in the world after that. <laughs> um, that's badass. We were just talking to Pedro today about because yeah. he's from El Salvador as okay, well. Cool, yeah, cool. And we were talking because we were talking to him about the different uh, dialects of Spanish because uh, Sargi that we work with is from Central Mexico. He's from El Salvador. And we we're just talking about like, and then I grew up in San Diego, so the Spanish there was different that I grew. Uh, not that I speak. I, I'll just be honest. I'm not fluent in Spanish, uh, but like hearing that that dialects that you hear and the words you hear versus 
what they speak. I'll say something and they're like, what's that? And I'm like, what do you mean? What's that? I know like 14 words. That's the one I know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> meanwhile, <yeah. laughs> I like, meanwhile, my only experience with Spanish is Spanish class, which half the time was taught by a white teacher. You know more? Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So like, I have the very, like I have the very academic, like, Proper Spanish and it confuses the from shit Spain? out of everybody. So you know, not even from feet. Spain. It's like the fuck. What's crazy like, to me? Textbook Spanish. Yeah, but you know what's crazy to me about that? That's the most difficult Spanish. Really, you think is. so? Yeah. Textbook well, Spanish. It, like, if you think about it, like I grew up my yeah, Spanish on the street. Nobody fucking speaks textbook any language. Yeah. Well, like this well, is the thing. You don't speak so many English. words that mean one thing. Yeah. It's just like English. Yeah. yeah. So many words that mean one thing, and like when you speak like. I guess you can say the broke Spanish, the street Spanish, you can call it. Like, you know, everybody understands the dialects and all that. Sure. But when you start speaking proper Spanish, there are so many little things like grammar, pronunciation and all that stuff. Like, yeah. It just gets confusing. Like I, <laughs> I learned more grammar from taking Spanish in high school than I did from taking English I, I could, K through 12. I was going to say there might be something to that, too, because we all took English. Absolutely. And none of us speak in the English yeah, exactly. that you're supposed Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Point I was getting English. at. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I know enough that I can kind of, like, adapt to a dialect. Yeah. And speak broken Spanish in that dialect. Yeah. But I, every yeah, few years I pick it up and start trying to <laughs> reintegrate Spanish, like, through Duolingo or, or podcasts or whatever. Absolutely. And the thing is... I only have success when I'm like working with someone that speaks a lot of Spanish or when we go to Mexico I and I've been practicing say, like, and the, I'm immersed because you start to think in it. Like I yeah. start doing those things and I realize I know a lot of words mm -hmm. and I understand. I mean, I always have trouble with uh, verb end or with the endings, feminine and masculine. That always Absolutely. screws with me going for coming from English. It, that's not an easy oh, yeah. thing, man. It's not. Well, dude, the thing that sucks is my mom's fluent. Like my whole family on that side is fluent. They didn't teach me and my sisters, my cousins, everyone down there, everyone speaks Spanish. They just didn't teach us. Yeah. So you try and get immersed in it. There was a time when I was young, but I, I think I understood it really well. Mm -hmm. I could respond in English. I still do with Sarge and Pedro a little bit sometimes. Yeah. And Mike would be like, what do they say? I'd be like, oh, I don't know how to explain it. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, like you'll laugh but at I'll respond to them and I'll laugh. Like, oh, I want to be in on the joke. Oh, I can't explain the joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, that happens a lot with Sarge and Pedro. They'll say something and I'll laugh and I'll say something with them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. ha, that's what I was saying up high, right? Or whatever, you know what I mean? And, and they'll laugh because apparently I got it right and I kind of understood. But then Mike would be like, what are you talking about? I'd be like, uh, I already forgot the words they said. You know, that's, <laughs> like, that's funny that you bring that up because, like, I guess to some level, like having grown up in California and having been to Mexico a few times, uh, like today at work, I had somebody call in and they only spoke Spanish, and it was funny. Like I could pick up what they were saying. I didn't know mm -hmm. exactly what it was. Oh, you heard Blake? But it was like C C C C. Well, yeah, it, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> See, but no, it Mayamo was a trip. Like Blake. I did not have to look up. Yeah, I didn't have to look up a whole lot, like a word here and there. Yeah, but yeah, well, I was like speaking broken Spanish with this guy, like trying to just figure out. There's definitely a benefit to being in California. I, yeah, oh yeah, I for so, sure. Yeah, because yeah. you get a little bit of both worlds. Well, and you get a lot of you get some natural things just in the well, cities yeah. and the street names. Even growing yeah. up in yeah. such a diverse place, you learn all the different dialects. Sure. And, at least you're exposed to them, so you can kind of recognize them. Sure. But I, I know what you mean. Like, because with Spanish, I've had a little bit of a bridge. But when we went to, like, Paris, we went to France. We tried to pick up some French <laughs> and learn and all that stuff. But it's like, 
That's hard, man. To go somewhere completely unaware, I, I feel for no, you. Oh, yeah. I, and, and hey, you, you fucking nailed it, though. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And like, I never would have guessed. And coming back to, like, the, you know, when you go to, like, a, you speak a lot of Spanish and you start to get it, that's pretty much what happened with me in English. Yeah. Uh, the fact that I cannot communicate with somebody made me get the urge of, like, learning. Yeah. And I have oh, few, I few people of, like, the, the you know, the spoke Spanish, including my, my dad. And I was always like, what does this word mean? How can you, how <laughs> yeah, you, can yeah, you put yeah. it in words and how can I say this? Yeah, yeah. And like, I always thought like, how do you say this word? What? And he was like, what are you trying to say? Because yeah. there's so <laughs> many ways to put it out. And then that's how you learn. And honestly, once you start practicing and practicing and practicing, like it just gets better. With all those and, neurons yeah. start connecting in your exactly. brain, right? Yeah. It's like it's like a puzzle, you know? It's like yeah. you start building it and then all of a sudden it doesn't make sense. But then all of a sudden it's like, boom, you got it. Yeah. And it's like, I, I feel like it's the same thing with any language you want to learn. So well, just have to put yourself in that spot. I, I'd imagine like learning a new language, there are certain words that kind of stick out to you, huh? That like kind of become your favorite words to just sprinkle into conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Is this an well, inside thing? A no, little bit. No, no, I mean, Carlos has a few favorite English words. Well, my the, the first uh, word I learned was the F word. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like that's true for us English speakers in Spanish, too. Well, because like, if you think about it, if I got something wrong, I was like, fuck. Spoke Spanish at home, but they, yeah, they teach you all the swear words. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. What's we, your, we talked about that word, on the podcast. Mikey, Do you Mikey learned what? a new swear Mikey word. Mikey learned a swear oh, yeah, word. Culero. Because <laughs> they're just always there. Uh, Pedro and Sarge are always walking around like, ah, pinchy culero. Like, they'll be on the ladders looking up at each other and they'll just start, they'll just yeah, start calling they'll start out culero. Well, like, if you think about it, when you go to a soccer game and like you get a bunch of Latinas in one spot, like the, the goalie's about to kick the, the ball or whatever, and everybody just goes, culero. <laughs> I just have dude, I grew up with that my whole life not to be like you know disrespectful or anything like that but like people like they get so into the like especially yeah. soccer dude the live community is huge when it comes oh, to yeah, soccer sure. I grew up with that my whole life and like when you go to soccer games like you live it yeah and yeah. everybody's just like chanting literally I hear, I hear people like with their voice gone <laughs> like it's cool but it's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. no everybody That's, like I've, gives I've always wanted to watch a soccer game in a country that actually gives a shit about soccer because watching them insane. here in the US is just kind of dull the, the bummer about that is apparently the US team's pretty good too yeah, yeah. 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 what's the thing if you think about it US the, the USA is so big that they can pull the talent down. yeah the melting pot exactly. for sure Absolutely. well like uh, the minor even Sarji was playing for minor league teams and stuff so a lot of it is people that migrated here absolutely yeah. so, it's, it's so competitive it's, yeah and it's just like baseball and hockey too where like our major league soccer here in america is made up of a lot of immigrants yeah who are just here it's it's almost like their minor league because you've got the premier league in europe and absolutely. oh yeah sure absolutely. you know so this is almost like minor league for the real yeah <laughs> well, and soccer this, leagues this is a cool thing like i follow a little bit of soccer not not really or like i used to because of my dad sure but um the one thing that I do appreciate about the United States is everybody has their highlight careers out in Europe and different countries. And when they come to the United States, they come here to finish their career. So they come hmm. to the United States, they, you know, like, uh, who was it? I think it was Beckham. He came. That's uh, right. He was, uh, he played for he, LA, he played for, right? Uh, LA, uh, LA Galaxy. Yeah. But like a lot of like those famous players come to the United States, they finish their career, they retire, hmm. but like they finish with honor because they're yeah, still playing, sure. they're still good, you know, they're, they're, yeah, they're yeah. going to put a show. 
yeah, you yeah. don't get the chance to see them in a <clears throat> European team, but at least you get to yeah, you see a chance to see them in the United States. Yeah. yeah. You know, which is a different experience because it's not gonna be like the quiet performance that they used yeah, to put. Yeah, but, but but to be fair, soccer fans in the US are still Oh, I mean, well, the people that I know yeah, that are soccer fans oh, are people who are soccer, soccer fans are diehard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, absolutely. So that's funny that you say that, that like foreign players come here to finish their careers because we actually know a pro soccer player who spent his whole career like no more than 50 miles from home. Who's that? Troy Dyack. Oh, Dyack. Uh, yeah, yeah, we kind of know him. Well, so yeah. We know him by proxy because... I worked, went to high I worked, school for, him, I worked right? for him. I worked for him. And they used we to do coach the soccer for together. Yeah, 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 yeah. West so. Coast. I met him, I guess when I was younger, I met him a couple of times. We used to come do clinics and stuff yeah. for my sisters. Yeah. Didn't but, he yeah. and your dad found the express team? I don't think that's true. I don't I, know, though. I, I know I, they I know coached they together at one point. Uh, something like that. We'd have to ask him. I think he still runs the local club. He yeah, runs West the Coast. West Coast, yeah. West yeah. Coast, yeah. West Coast. It's a, there's two leagues in town, a Fusion and Fusion West Coast. Fusion and West Coast, yeah. We do the fields for both of them. <laughs> it is funny because like he's... Not necessarily a household name, but like people have heard of him in the soccer sure. community. And then like here in town, he's just Troy from up the street. That's the dude that when we're talking about like the dude who comes and checks all the lines to make no. sure they're all right. Is that that dude? No, that's the dude. That's the dude from Fusion. Oh, Troy's okay. from uh, West Coast. We <laughs> we don't deal directly with him. Okay. My dad still does all his <laughs> stuff. But anyways, um, so you came up here. You're 14 siblings. You got siblings? I do. I have a sister and brother. They all came with you? What are their names? No, no, no. So uh, bet- I'm the only child between You don't have to dad. give out names. <laughs> no, no first names. <laughs> um, There's I, a point to this. <laughs> uh, I uh, Between my mom and dad, I'm the only child. And then oh, okay. he did his life. Yeah, half siblings? You know, yeah, 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 oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So they were, were they born here then? Yeah. Uh, oh. My sister was born in El Salvador, came here when she was one, I believe. And then okay. my brother was born here. Yeah. Okay. I had a guy I worked with that was from El Salvador used to tell me uh, he used to walk by this tree to go to work and there were snakes that would just f- drop out. Fuck that. Hanging down <laughs> yeah, like right? a branch. As soon as he told me that, I was like, all right, rattlesnakes don't seem so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that shit? No, no, no. I grew up in the city. Yeah, I think that's like, yeah. But I thought when he told me that, I was like, yeah, f- screw you that. Know, I, I, <laughs> Hell no. Uh, my dad used to pro, uh own property uh like in the jungle area and i went i went a couple of times with him just to visit the property and it was gnarly dude you see some caterpillars that was like yeah <laughs> we're talking about caterpillars we're talking about like big boys <laughs> like we're talking about like five inches hairy Damn. motherfuckers oh my but god yeah, no, it, i mean that's like that's the jungle area, what you were know? the butterflies like <laughs> they could eat Wait, you were they butterflies <laughs> or moths <laughs> no, Caterp- you see a lot you say uh-huh. you see a lot of uh interesting animals out there the the wild the most wild uh, animal I have ever seen, and I don't ever want to see the motherfucker ever again, was a flying cockroach. <laughs> oh hell? God, what? fuck that! Yeah, I tried to hit it, and the motherfucker flew t- uh, towards me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that so, was oh, the you only the time. Fight, motherfucker! <laughs> no, no, no. That was a time that I screamed like Michael Jackson. <laughs> Like, I, I was, like, you know, doing the moonwalk, like, I'm out of here. This like, cockroach doing... is like, oh, you think that you're more you're worse than a nuclear war, huh? This because is the thing. guess what, bitch? <laughs> towards me and I went, <laughs> Swear to God, man, this scared the crap out of me. I started Oof. running. My mom ended up killing it, but... <laughs> yeah, it, it was wild. It was wild. 
So did you go back a lot to visit your mom? No, or? I actually haven't. I haven't seen my mom and I haven't gone back ever since I got back. Wow. Yeah. The, the situation out there is really rough when oh, it comes sure. to violence, uh, gangs. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, there's yeah, a reason a lot of people- Yeah, it's really bad. Like migrate. the area that I, I grew up was in like the best one. Hmm. So like, like now that I think about it, like going back, I pretty much grew up quote unquote the ghetto. Sure. If you think about it. But like I've seen some like gnarly stuff back home and it's like- I, a lot of the guys that I grew up with, uh, they turn to be, you know, go in that path of the gang sure. area and all that. So I will, I, I still talk to my mom often. So we still keep in uh, oh, communication, but it's just rough, man. I, I want to go back, but like, I don't like, yeah, no, I, it, I understand. It, it was a gnarly time in my life. Yeah. No, I, I understand. You know? I, I know people came from rough situations in Mexico. They don't want to go back. Absolutely. You know, yeah. like, I love my country and I, I feel, it makes me feel guilty when I go on vacation down there. Ain't nothing to be going to about, man. Like, uh, literally in our ivory tower. Yeah, hey, Cabo, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. El Salvador to me is a beautiful country. It has a, a lot to offer. Very, uh, I think it's a one of a kind kind of country. Sure. But like, it's certain areas. Like, you know, when you go to LA, you go to the Hollywood yeah, yeah, area, yeah, yeah. You, you see the nice area, you go to Disneyland. You don't want to go to the, you know, Inglewood, Compton. You, yeah, know, you, yeah. you don't go right. to those parts. And this for, sure. for a specific reason is the same thing, you know, any anywhere you go like in, a, in any other countries. Yeah. In El Salvador, in my case, you don't go to my town. Yeah. It's kind of kind of hectic. I, get, I don't know if it's politics or what, but I don't I don't I'd, I've always wanted you see those old videos. There was a time when South America was really thriving and you see those old videos and, and photos from like like the 60s and 70s. Or was it before that? I don't remember. But you see that shit, and you're like, oh, "That's beautiful." Oh yeah, it sounds amazing. You can see why so many people moved there in the first place. But I'm always curious. I wonder what happened. Something obviously happened. Things have changed. Yeah, we don't have to speculate. Obviously, I just no. Yeah, I think about that sometimes because you know, obviously, my family's not from South America. We're from Mexico. Yeah, but um, well, and yeah. even then, like your family's been in the states longer than they came to the states before yeah. there was any turmoil. Yeah. yeah, they came in like 1916 or something, 14, I think maybe. And they, I mean, they they well, came at a time say, where they literally just walked from Ensenada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is home now. Yeah, they like came up here like, all right, let's settle in these avocado groves. And they've just been like a Southern California Mexican Did community. Did you like, you like avocados? I fucking love avocados. <laughs> oh, avocados fucked me up in that, man. You're yeah. like, yo, oh. missing avocados, man. I could eat avocados like on the daily. Oh, yeah. No, but I, I, I get you. I mean, it's cool. It's history. And I like, you know something went wrong. Something went wrong. Yeah. They like they try to give you the full story. You don't know what it is. Well, how could you ever but, know what it is? It's, right. exactly. You can. I mean, there's. Like, you can sit so, and tell you, each country probably has its own story. But the fact that so many countries are having issue, not all of them, obviously, but you know, like enough where you've seen some countries, and obviously people are migrating because of it. Absolutely. So you absolutely. know, you just, you just kind of wonder. It's not necessarily. A, I don't know. Maybe it's not a bad thing. Maybe it's just a. I don't know. I like I said. I don't really want to speculate because what the hell could I say? I have no, no yeah, idea. I, I get that. I mean, I, I'm not a. I, I don't know much about the history of it. I know like a lot of things went south with the Civil War in El Salvador. Yeah. Oh, you okay. Know, that, that was the biggest thing. Oh, okay. It lasted 12 years. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It was oh, a long. Yes, it was I've heard between of that. the the government and the people. Yeah. I don't know much about it, so I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna tell you, you know, to, much yeah, about right. it. But like, I know a lot of things went south when it came to that, and a lot of corruption and all that. Yeah. I don't know much about it, but so something like know, that. This you know, should be a generational wrong. settling period or some sign. That, that could be the issue. Uh, anyways, let's before we get too negative here. 
I want to change. We should ask you our couple. We have like two yeah. questions that we ask everyone uh, about your family. And then after that, I want to talk to you about drumming. Okay. That's cool. Okay. I'm yeah, sure yeah, Blake yeah. has questions too, but me and Mikey are bo- both drummers and we want to talk to you about drumming Absolutely. a little bit. So. I'm all about um, it. <laughs> uh, anyways, so your family growing up, was there anything that was uh, in your family like universally loved? Was there anything that you guys all just like it got the whole family would get hyped? Family time. Family time. Um, uh, so like the Mexican we're side very... where we just like partying with family? <laughs> like big old it, it, yeah, it is. Feasting it's a, and... <laughs> so Sundays. My, that was my mom's answer. <laughs> like um, <laughs> when I was living with my mom, my mom's side, uh, my grandma always, always uh, decided to have uh, Sundays was like the family day. Everybody came over. That's we awesome. That was my grandma's and, Sundays too. Hell yeah. That it was, was like my family too on Sundays. Yeah. Oh, so, well, yeah. Sundays is like the holiday, you know, yeah. it's like Jesus Day or sure. I, I'm, I'm not very religious. So yeah, my we family very was religious. religious. Got together every Sunday. Was your, was your family religious? Like, very Catholic. Very yeah. Catholic. I grew up as an altar boy. Holy shit. So, yeah, dude. I grew up as an altar boy. Not by choice. Not by choice. <laughs> but, anybody uh, do it by choice? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But um, at first, I, yes, please. Um, it, it was cool. I mean, like it. It was cool to be the only kid and like having all adults in my family and like my uncle. He's a phenomenal cook. Phenomenal. He cre- he created his own you know things on the spot and he just made a delicious dinner. That's my dope. mom is also a great cook. So my grandpa and my grandma just kind of got to chill. We got to hang out, talk a lot of you know. How was your week? Uh, and it was just like you know it was it was a cool family time. We got to eat. My uncle and my grandpa got drunk as hell. It was vodka and uh, vodka soda. That was it the whole time. But after that, they were plastered. But it was, it was you know, it was a good day. Yeah, everybody yeah, got to yeah. you know spend a day together and all that. It was cool. So that was, that was it. Was food and family gathering. That's awesome. That was so, my mom's answer too. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Except I wasn't the only child. <laughs> <laughs> so then, now this is interesting because we actually get to ask you this question twice. So it was on your dad's side of the family, is there oh, anything yeah. that's good question? Universally um, my loved? dad's side of the family is a little bit more spread out. There, um, he has. Uh, I mean, three. even just like your immediate family. Yeah, on what about just side? like your core group? Was there any baseball or something? Or, or? Uh, my dad was very big into soccer, so a lot of the times I went like the weekends we spent together watching my siblings play uh, oh, soccer. Okay. So my sister and brother played soccer. And uh, a lot of the times we just went and out because uh, they were in travel ball. They were in fusion. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, they went out and, you know, they did their tournaments and it was a cool experience to go out with the family, you know, it, explore new places. Yeah. Because we went out all the way to Monterey, you know. Yeah, you know, I did a little bit of that too. My sister was on Livermore Express. Yeah. 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 We just so go. We just the, tag along. Yeah. Exactly. You just tag along and like. The whole community too because the whole go, team that comes along, all the family that comes with oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. It's the same <laughs> thing with Audrey and smoke softball yeah it was it was cool and like the thing is like uh my dad he's the only one in the bay area everybody else is in socal oh really so, yeah hmm. huh. so like i would say like the biggest gatherings were like big holidays like christmas or whatever we you know we drove down and sure. spent a lot of family time together what part of socal if you don't mind me asking um like los angeles san diego 29 north, hollywood. North, hollywood. north hollywood okay, north hollywood, okay. yeah i think that my aunt does live in north hollywood and uh, we have different cousins and family that live like, they're all spread out. Well, LA is so interconnected. Yeah, oh, it's, no, I, I mean it. it's insane. You, like you drive two you hours be, and you're still in yeah, LA. Yeah, you can be <laughs> far from each other, but still be, still like not. You know, so absolutely. Yeah, like any corner you look, you see like the big towers in the back. But yeah. uh, North North Hollywood was the place that we always gather. Oh, okay. So same yeah. thing, getting together with the 
like with the big it, family. It was always, it was always family, family time because like with my dad's side, everybody was so spread out. Mm-hmm. The, the moment we got together, we cherished it every moment. And uh, my dad's uh, brother, he's the guy that got me into music. Oh, really? When I was, was going to be my question. <laughs> yeah, when, I, when I was four, he gave me my first set of bongos. Oh, oh, shit. My what? dad cannot play an instrument for his life. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can in my family. But that uncle, he was very musical inclined, and I think I got it from him. And uh, he gave me my first pair of bongos. I remember my hands were so sensitive because I was like four. So I got like pencils, and I was like hitting it. And he's like, you don't hit them like that. And I'm like, well, I am. But uh, ever since, I, you know, I always had rhythm on me, and he gave me my first set of bongos. So um, he did have a friend uh, he used to jam with, mm-hmm. and we always went to his house. And how to get a little family together or whatever. And we just, you know, just, just play, play music, with them, man. Play music. It was cool. That's awesome. That's sick, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Do you play any other instruments? Um, so I play a lot of Latin percussion. So like timbales, congas. I'm just starting to learn how to play the bass and guitar. And uh, okay. I, I don't know why all of a sudden trumpet came to my interest, but I want to learn how to play trumpet. Huh. But uh, no, it's uh, mainly drums. Uh, anything that doesn't have to do with notes, I'm good at. Conga? <laughs> Yes. Love playing conga. Oh, congas are fun, man. <laughs> it's the best Congas, feeling. bongos, and timbales. Yeah, when you like, hit that slap just right. Oh, it's oh, the best feeling. Oh, I took a couple of years in college because I, I don't know why. That's, it was Palomar, so it wasn't like <laughs> yeah. a official one. It uh-huh. was actually great because it was just a dude from uh, – where was he from? Haiti. I, Haiti, I think. He was from Haiti. Haiti? I don't know why. Because <laughs> Haitian. <laughs> Haitian. I was going to say he was Haitian, but he was from Haiti. Haiti. Wouldn't it still be Haitian? God, okay, yeah, I screwed up. Okay, <laughs> God damn it! Man. All I know is I remember he was a badass. And it was hey, a, the, the whiskey tiniest... tastes good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it was the tiniest class I'd ever been in because there was like six of us, and it was me. You remember Scott? Yeah, I remember. And Scott. me and Scott were drummers, and then everyone else in that was like, "I play guitar, and I just wanted to take a conga class." And you know what I mean, like, and so he like clearly would like just play the claves and it was all about me and Scott. <laughs> it was just like personal ended up being personal training. He brought someone else in to go work with them. And then with the uh, people that had no idea what they were doing. Absolutely. And then he would just sit with me and Scott like, okay, this is how you do this technique. That was awesome, man. We got to play it like the Haitian day parade and all that stuff with him. Hell yeah. Freaking love Congress. Did you <laughs> ever take classes? No, no. I, I don't No, Wrong. I never taken classes when it comes to line percussion, but, uh, but I have taken lessons with different drummers. So one of the most noticeable uh, drum teachers that I've had was uh, Dave Gearbaldi, the drummer from Tower of Power. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, my God, I just had uh, Mike Johnston, which is a very famous YouTuber. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, my God, uh, Jeff Tamalier. He used to be the old drummer for uh, Joseph Triani. Huh. Yeah. So he famous guitarist player. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Oh, you know of course, Mikey knows that. Uh, of course, yeah. No, he, like, yeah, I, I, I took lessons with that with the significant guys. Between others, I'm not trying to, you know, whoever gave me lessons, don't think nah. I'm, you know. So, so as far as like Latin stuff like that, theory, did that all come to you? Like, do you or do you? Just, I don't know how to read music. I can tell you that. No, no, I meant like theory in the sense of like. So, like when I took the class, it was all about that. Like, it's all about the feel, man. That's like right. Like that's like what I the... love about drums. It's like. You don't need much on it. You don't you need, just much need on someone. It. You need if you have that under like for us. As soon as you started giving us that like bop 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 bop, he's mm-hmm. like, "That's what I mean." Scott just clicked in like, "Okay, that's the central rhythm style yep, for this." Yep. And it's like it doesn't take much to mess around. It and, doesn't and, and learn. And the one thing that I do got to thank my mom. It was uh, I hated this day. I hated it. It was Saturday morning, eight a.m. 
She was slapping music because you know what that day was? That was motherfucking cleaning. You better get your ass up. We're cleaning the house. But the thing was, my mom always played a variety of music. She played yeah. mariachi. She played salsa. Oh, nice. She played the disco. And her and I, I remember I used to grab like the broomstick and she used to grab something else and we're just like singing like it was, like, oh, it was cool man it was a cool little thing uh but that gave me the variety of music that i know now oh, okay yeah that's why i'm not like straight this is the only genre i love i love everything yeah everything and How that's you feel like about polka i don't love that <laughs> <laughs> i respect it it's a badass genre but that's i can't play hilarious because <laughs> that's why it came up to me because i'm with you and for growing up in, in San Diego, a lot of the Mexican music you hear is that polka style, right? Like, mm -hmm. that, 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 and it's like, I never was a fan, and I thought that was kind of it. If you're and talking then, about banda, I know, I, I, I know how to appreciate it. Yeah. For me, fuck that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just not my bag of tea, man. <laughs> and then as soon as, like, my grandma's like, she got some mariachis on her, like, 60th birthday, and I was like, this is cool. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like, and then I got introduced to mariachis, and, and then Sarge's introduced me a lot of other, like, styles as well, too, and you're like, okay, yeah. And this There's is, a lot of styles of Latin American music. It's oh, really dude, fun. Oh, dude, it's insane. You got the salsa, you got the cha-cha, you got the yeah. merengue, you got the cumbia. Like, I mean, you got a, so much stuff, but, like, one of the things that I do got to appreciate about mariachis, they don't have a single bit of amplification whatsoever. They don't have a microphone. Yeah. And they're singing from the top of their lungs and they sound like they have a whole yeah, PA system behind room, it. Yeah, man. They're, oh, they're all sure. about Incredible. nature sound and it's just insanely beautiful. Yeah. Especially... Like, you got to respect that because I, oh, I mean... Oh, yeah. The harmonies too. It's like its own kind of thing and they're they're fun. Oh, I mean, like yeah. just, just seeing them like... I mean, I've never... Like the dude like... And it's always that dude that drinks beer that has a big old dad belly. Is that the one with that big old guitar? Yeah. Like, dum, 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 yeah. dum. <laughs> that freaking dude plucking the crap out of yeah. that bass guitar. How was that guy in every mariachi band? Well, because that's an instrument that you need. Because you know damn well they're going to be modelos in the, in the game. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be drinking beer and then he, comes to, he has to keep that figure. He has yeah, to. Yeah. But like that dude, it's like. I've never seen a bass that big with a big old belly. He has a belly and the guitar has a belly. They match. <laughs> yeah, it's right. perfect. But like if Meant to all be. jokes aside, like those guys are insane. Like the trumpets are blowing as hard as yeah. they can. Everything. That's the thing that always blows my mind because they trumpets unamplified makes sense. A good trumpet player can project. Oh, but the fact time. that they're singing over the trumpet sometimes or, or even in – because a lot of times they go back and forth too, right? But like the fact that they can project to that level is incredible. Oh, it's well, and after singing too, they're like, yeah. oh, yeah. it's like, what the? How do you have that much air in your system? Yeah, seriously. And it, like, like they're hitting those notes, bro. We're hitting the like the high octave yeah. scale notes. Like we're talking about like some high notes. Yeah. And yeah. they're hitting it like there's not a more. And no the, their trumpet playing yeah. so clean. I don't remember the last time I saw Mariachi that was cracking at all. Hell no, yeah. <laughs> like For real. Yeah, I think no. I see. I think I've seen Warner's Las Positas, and I've seen it on Riachi Band. Those guys <laughs> hit those notes like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> it's, it's it's insane, but no, those, those guys are definitely killing it. How do you feel about? I always ask Sarge this too. While I make the joke. How do you feel about Vincente Fernandez? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, give me some alcohol, get me <laughs> and I'll start singing and railing. <laughs> you get me tequila, dude, and I'll get that beer belly for you and the whole thing. Oh, oh dude, Vicente is my. I remember my mom. Vicente, yeah, he's a, another freaking projector. Oh, dude, that, that dude's dude, freaking him sing. and his son Fernando Alejandro. Alejandro yeah, uh, Alejandro. Thank yeah, you, yeah. thank you. 
Sorry, oh, Alejandro Vicente. Vicente. No, 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 you know, yeah. you know. Isn't Vicente the one your mom calls her father-in-law? Yes, because Alejandro <laughs> kissed her on the cheek on a concert once. Check this out. <laughs> Check this out. My what, mom he was kissed the same you on thing. the lips? No, he was my grandpa. Alejandro, oh, yeah. that was my Alejandro dad. Was your dad? <laughs> my mom was like, that's your father. And I'm like, I thought my dad lived in the United States. Like, what are you talking about? As a kid, he had me all, conf- she had me all confused. I'm like, what are you talking about? Vicente? That's your grandpa. I'm like, dang him. All right, he drinks tequila like no other. That's going to be me in the future. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah I work all the time Sergio will start singing something I'll be oh is that Vincente Fernandez I don't know that song you know <laughs> stupid <laughs> running joke but yeah, I mean I, I should I mean everyone loves Vincente oh, okay. <laughs> who doesn't if you don't love that man I mean you got another thing coming bro. Alejandro too like I like Alejandro does some like more uh, modern stuff too absolutely I yeah, love yeah, when yeah. he'll like do so- I don't even know all the names I, I'm bad at this but like I have some songs on my on my phone of him like working with some more pop people and stuff and it's like no, it's, it's awesome man it's really it's, badass it's cool because you get the old school with Vicente you get like the ranchero yeah that man, traditional ranchero you know, that traditional yeah. ranchero and then you got Alejandro, which he grew up with the roots of the old school, and now he's yeah. involving new talent. New, it's like Hank Williams and Hank Williams Jr. Okay. All thing. right. Now, now, yeah. now I understand. <laughs> yeah, we get the Americana <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> now it all makes sense. I, that, that just connected all the dots for me. <laughs> I, I I can tell Blake's face was like Vicente. Like, yeah, he's a little lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I know Vicente. I, I'm not all that familiar with all. It's, it's just his son. Yeah, yeah well, honestly, I, I gathered. Yeah. I guess I guess most people have heard of Vicente, but Alejandro's I guess the deeper cut. It's so funny. My mom did the same thing. Like yeah. she always fuck. It, I can't. What did she call? She always calls Vicente. She did it on our show. She calls him my father-in-law, but I cannot remember the Spanish, Spanish for, for father-in-law. Suegro. Suegro. Suegro, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Suegro. Right. She always, yeah. <laughs> I, Dude, I don't know what it is about, like, no, nothing to be, you know, with any other race, but like Latin women when it comes to those men. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's my man. I'm like, yo, mom, chill. Dude. Like, I mean, I guess it was San Diego, but my mom was also born and raised in the U.S. So like, she's second generation American, uh-huh. too, but she loved those boys. Oh, man. They used to go to, like, go to Mexico to see him. Yeah, you know, hell yeah. Like all the time. I remember my mom left me with my grandma one time. And I was like, where's my mom? I want my mom. And she's like, <laughs> she's meeting your grandpa. And I was like, but my grandpa's right here. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> she's like, no, she's meeting your grandpa, grandpa. Like, blood grandpa. I'm like, what the f- What are you talking about? Like, I, was like, <laughs> I was like five years old. I'm like, what you talking about? I just wanted to see my mom. And then my mom comes like, yeah, I just saw these something. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. my grandpa. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So you got into you got into drumming. I want to bring it back a little bit. Like I said, <laughs> goof off about Vicente forever. Just a little bit. It's um, like we're at work right now. Yeah, Jesus right? Christ. Oh, I love it. <laughs> when did you start uh, playing kit? Um, not until I came to the United States. So it's funny because if you ever talk to my mom, she'll tell you the same thing over and over and over. Like everybody she meets. This motherfucker used to destroy my pots and pants. And she pointed at me. Uh, uh, I was that guy. I actually, believe it or not, fun fact, I got suspended from school from tapping on my desk. No. Bunch of bullshit. I got, yeah. no, I swear to God, dude. I, Damn. I, I, I like, so I had three friends and I did the beat and like my other friend did the other beat and then this other dude was soloing over and everybody in the class used to stare at us because we had a rhythm. <laughs> yeah. We had the rhythm going and shit. 
But of course, I'm the motherfucker playing the actual beat. So the teacher looked at me and she's like, you need to stop that. And she told me like five times. And like the thing is, I do have a weird thing where like no. if I'm nervous or I'm just like tired, yeah, or I'm just like, just I start tap. drumming. It's a drummer I can't, thing, man. I can't like, it's a drummer thing. I can't without even thinking off. about it. Just to get, to get, to get, Dude, to get, I'd be sitting there at Subway and I'd have a coworker get pissed at me because I just constantly be tapping on the boards. And you don't even realize you're doing it. You don't. It's very like, it's, you're not thinking about it. It just happens. And it, but it just weirdly, it's like when I'm focusing. It's like if you're really focused on something, it just starts happening. Absolutely. And sometimes see, it's I'm like just on my knee. Absolutely. I'll do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, see, I, it makes sense when it pisses people off when I do it, though, because I have zero rhythm. <laughs> 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 no, but like I grew up with that. And then the teacher, I, I used to, my dad uh, brought me into a private call, uh, private school. And the, I got suspended like three days for that. And I'm like, wow. you, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Wait, was then, this the charter school? No, 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 no. This was in El Salvador. This was like a very oh, prestige. Oh, this, okay. was, this was before you moved. It was like a moved. prestige college, okay. you know, blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> I decided to be a little dickhead and I didn't do my homework. <laughs> I was like, they grade you from your behavior. Like if you get like, like the best is 100. You start with 100 every every quarter or whatever. Or every month. Oh, they just take no, away? Yeah. They take away oh, points. Geez. Motherfucker, I made it a zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much of a dickhead child I was. Yeah. It was that bad. And then the teacher was like, I remember it was like 10 of us. It was like my little group. And like they sat us in a desk. Like They're like, we never in the school history had people that had zeros. And I'm like, you had the first generation, bitch. Like, <laughs> I had a college professor who did that, who graded tests like that. And he regularly had kids score negative. Oh, dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Oh, guy was a dick. After that, like it. I got a genius, but a dick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's like, it, it's kind of fucked up. If you think about it, you're talking about like hyper kids. They're doing their sure. thing. They're learning life. But it was a dick move, like, because you didn't believe in Jesus. Like, you got in fucking trouble, whatever. Um, to the point where I was just getting in so much trouble, they, they expelled me. And then I went to a public school. And then I joined the marching band. Nice. Oh yeah, in El so, Salvador. In El Salvador, oh, yeah. Nice. And I just remember I used to play the snare, and the snare back home it's not like here. Like here is very rudimental, you know. Very they have more straight, of that, like, military, that, uh, like parade punch drum. Back like, home, we're talking about Latin beats. So they had that like wet, band. that wet snare then, dude. It was yeah. just like we're doing tricks, like we're doing tricks oh, with our nice. hands yeah. and stuff. <laughs> um, and. I remember the instructor was like, dude, you got some rhythm. Can you play the timbales? And it was like the one that you can play a bunch. Oh, nice. They finally transferred me to the four piece. The four piece was a huge deal because everybody had a three piece. Yeah. And I just remember and yeah. he got it. And he was like, dude, you're playing that now. And I'm like, all right. And I like, I remember they gave me a solo. The, the instructor was like, you're good enough. You're getting a solo. And I remember my grandpa went to see me. And I wait, fucked it all wait. up. Your grandpa or... <laughs> Vicente. Vicente. No, no, Vicente was back in Mexico <laughs> drinking tequila. My actual grandma You don't know this. Vicente was in the stands, like with a hat, big hat on, just kind of okay, casually scouting. Glasses, like, I heard this grandson of mine might be good for my band. And then you fucked up, dude. I fucked it up. Vicente bounced. I, well, so this is the thing. We uh this is the first time my my school was very small. My public school was very small. Okay. And we this is the first time we made it to a band competition against big schools in El Salvador. Oh, wow. We played second, which for our school was fucking huge. Wow. Cool, man. Like, we had a whole uh, choreography going in. Like, it was hell insane. Yeah. It was cool as hell. But then my mom was like, your grades are not good. You're not <laughs> doing it no more. And you moved here at 14, so this was younger than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I was, dude, I was 12 years old. Hell, yeah. When I was doing this. And I was playing baseball at the same time. Um, oh, shit. So that was cool. But uh, then my mom was like, you're not doing the band no more. I was like, why? 
Like your grades are not showing that you're doing good. I'm like, I ne- uh, full disclosure, I never been good in school ever. Yeah, That's why I do pipe fitting for a living now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like I never been good. But uh, she stopped me from doing that, and I just wanted to play. And I remember when I got here, for some reason, my dad took me to see a jazz band. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is cool. But I just want to play drums. I want to play drums. And Can I just real quick double back to the timbale thing? I just want to say real quickly, you can agree with this. There's really like nothing better than playing that on oh. the timbale. Oh, yeah. dude. I never know about this. That's a whole conversation. <laughs> we have a half a bottle ready to go. Yeah, we yeah, can man. talk about it all night. <laughs> I can play it over and over again. It drives yeah. people, so many music creatures. I was a music teacher. Yeah, it drives you nuts when kids are just do. But there is really nothing better. <laughs> oh, dude. Like if, if you listen to like the salsa hits. Like Mark Anthony, and like sure. they have like the power of the Latin music behind yeah. it. Tito Puente, like yeah, one yeah. of my biggest inspiration. That's the reason why I do the phases I do now when I play drums. Oh yeah! If you ever see that dude play, he's like, yeah, Tito's all over the place. Doing it all, man. <laughs> and like the thing is, people love that because that shows emotion. Like yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. seeing that, oh, guy yeah. and I'm like, I'm gonna make the ugliest faces like that dude. dude. We've and, had several in our friend group. We've had several of your like action shots get oh, trust me, <laughs> passed they around still, and memed. They still and... hunt me until this day. Like I, people that I never met, they see my face, my facial expressions. They're like, "What are you doing with that? What do you think?" I'm like, there, "There's one where you've got like straight up orgasm face, and every now and again it makes Everybody the rounds." Through our friend Everybody group. see every, like it, I think it's now funny. that I think about it, that should be the headshot that we promote you with. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I, honestly, I will be more than glad if you did it. Because I, I think it's funny because I do those faces and like I don't mean it; it's just nature. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. well, you build it into yourself. I get and it. I, I think it's funny because uh, everybody's like, "Is that what you do during sex?" And I'm like, "No, first of all, like, like that will scare everybody away. We don't want to do that. That's just me and the drums. That's my communication." But like, I grew up with Tito Puentes and like those guys where you just hear like, "That's what you that say. This isn't sex. This is making love." <laughs> it's necessary the other one can happen whatever <laughs> but uh no uh i grew up with those guys and just hear like those nasty ribs really like yeah. that's the thing about music or latin music at least it has it, it can be so simple but yet so dirty yeah and like yeah. i feel like drummers and percussionists understand this yeah because they can literally do like you know like yeah it could be the simplest fucking thing ever but it could be the most like, oh my god, he just did that. Like, yeah. You know, well, just, like if you've ever seen like a drum circle in a park or something like that, absolutely. You can tell when it's people on drums and when it's drummers. Absolutely. You can have if you, fifteen people on drums sounds like chaos. Fifteen drummers playing together. Oh. They usually recognize how to syncopate. You yeah. know what I mean? And and it tends to not be everybody takes their turn. Everyone yeah. takes their turn. Not everyone's just hitting wildly, and everyone falls into a groove. That works. There's a pattern. You're not trying to over. Yeah, there's consistency. And if you think about it, like this is the most simple way to recognize it. Every A measures. Yeah. Everybody takes. That's the phrase. That's literally the bread and butter of drumming. What did Henry call it? Mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Mashed potatoes. Like literally, that's what it is. If if you mix it good, it's gonna taste good. Yep. If you mix it bad, it's gonna sound like shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what. If you think about it, that's music. That's what it is. You gotta have a band and like if like. You could have like one player that's kind of eh, but like everybody else synchronizes, sounds well, good. And, and that's they do the thing, thing about drummers that like understanding, we've talked about this before, like Mikey kind of inf- influenced me. There was a time when I like liked my drummers and everyone else was terrible. Travis Barker's horrible, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like that changed as I realized wait, wait, that's wait, wait, wait. dumb. What's your opinion of Travis Barker? Oh yeah, you, you made a face. 
<laughs> no, I, I, I think I think he's legit. Definitely for his. I don't really follow that kind of music, sure. so I really yeah. don't have an opinion. Do do I think the dude is legit? I mean, he's clearly made it to the top. Well, that's kind of what I was getting at. Is like it's all about where what it's they're appreciation. Doing. And yeah, yeah, and it's like so that leads me to something that I saw recently that I really loved. And and some drummers, you have a lot of people that drums. It's like. Ringo Starr sucks. Ringo Starr sucks. Ringo Starr sucks. Right? Well, and he wasn't like, even the best drummer in the Beatles. Well, you can and you can <laughs> see that. But then I saw this video. This dude like playing t- come together, and he's like, Ringo Starr sucks. He should have played better drums. And this dude's just like wailing and playing this badass shit over "Come Together" by the Beatles, and it sounds terrible. It and really it's does. Like, it then really he does. plays what Ringo plays, and he's like, understanding a good drummer is the drummer that plays the appropriate part. Well, I was, and I was say, like, that's to interesting. Some degree, Lennon and McCartney probably <clears throat> had like they probably wrote to account for Ringo's experience level. I don't think he's as bad as everyone thinks he is. No, Have you heard not, the he lost just, tapes? He, he of literally the... he picked up drumming this is, to be in the Beatles. This is my no. opinion when it comes no, to Ringo. Well, well, he was like He was he a was drummer like in, in another band. They saw him it? and ditched uh Pete Bess, because Ringo right. agreed to ditch his band and come on with them. I didn't realize he was in another band. I thought it was like he was like a friend of a friend who nah, was learning man. how to play the they, drums. I think they all happened to be from the same area, but he was a different like generation from them. That's, I think that's what I've heard. Before, yeah, Liverpool yeah. had a lot of like American country and blues and stuff coming in, uh, and everyone wanted to play guitar, and they didn't have a lot of drummers. Pete Best had a drum set, but apparently he sucked at it. He and wasn't so they, the Pete Best. Yeah, so they let him. <laughs> well, Pete, Pete Best. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing like Pete Best was literally like somebody's nephew who they decided they wanted to be in the band. It was something like he had a drum set. That yeah. was the big thing. And so they're like, all right, come to the band. They ended up because they were so good getting that gig in Hamburg. So they gigging in Hamburg and Ringo Starr would play after them. And they noticed Ringo Starr was coming to their shows because he liked what they were doing on guitar and singing wise more than what his band was doing. And they would go to all his shows because they thought he was the best drummer playing in Hamburg. And then it all eventually they were like, screw it. They got together and. That's funny because yeah. like I, every now and again I do my deep dive into Beatles. Like I go and I listen back through their I know catalog. Way and, too much about the Beatles. And like I, you know, <laughs> and like I read into it and shit. And I've never heard that. Really? This is I, the- like I remember hearing shit like Ringo Starr learned how to play drums because he was a sickly kid in a hospital bed with nothing to do. I think there's and he some was truth in that. But was learning how to play Big on a right-handed kit or something like that. <laughs> That's what I heard. Well, he too. is. <laughs> Bigfoot is real. Have you not seen it's him, me. Carlos? I'm size thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Carlos, what's your opinion on Ringo Starr? Um, this is the thing when it comes to the Beatles, um, and some people might hate me for this. The Beatles are great. Eh. They're great on their own terms because eh. what they made was something yeah. that wasn't made before. Yeah. Wait, they... hold on, hold on. Do we finally find something that Mikey doesn't appreciate? No, I know. Like, okay, look, I appreciate that what the Beatles did for rock music in general, like the way they started playing with three, four times. Like I listen to punk music nonstop. Absolutely. Distortion it was influenced and and kind of cultivated by John Lennon with the Kings. Well, yeah, they yeah. Like, like we wouldn't have like if yeah. it wasn't for the Beatles with their exper- experimentation, we wouldn't have modern recording the way it is. We wouldn't yeah. have a lot of what we have going on as far as like uh, analog like gear, like I think they they all Absolutely. they figured all that shit out just by like they had enough money they could buy a brand new piece of equipment and just like rip it apart. Yeah. Well, but, they also but, they like, also like, got so like, big that like, they could experiment. But, well, that but was like, like like a lot of the shit that they did with distortion was like they'd buy a new amp and just 
rip out some wires and no, see what they, happened. They'd like turn it up to they turn the amp all the way up. Yeah, uh, they blow like shit out. The they, Kinks would like kick the dude from the Kinks would just kick the shit out of his amp yeah. in the studio to see what happened. And like they did all of this shit to have that I do kind not of like money the Beatles to buy expensive ass equipment and I don't, just rip it apart. I don't think and, it matters. I, I mean. You don't have to like the Beatles. I I, I appreciate. Absolutely, I, Mikey. You like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, and you can't like the Beatles. <laughs> I enjoy some songs. I like that song. Imagine. That's not even a Beatles song. <laughs> That's a John Lennon well, song. The, the, the thing that I see Fuck. with the Beatles, it's their music was very. If you think about it, their music was very simple. Their yeah. shit behind was very simple, very catchy. They say to love every goddamn song that they fucking played. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, you know something was brought from that right. well, and, and when you look at what it was before absolutely when you look what music was before like especially when they were starting up when rock was just happening it was like this was an offshoot of elvis and what he was doing and some of these other groups and they were doing and and when the beatles came up everything before that was very stylized and cookie cutter and like absolutely. i mean it wasn't but and, it was you know what i mean and, what's and before so funny about and the that Beatles was an offshoot is... off of what music was with like big band and all that crap before totally, so they totally. they really broke down a wall and let the performers start to experiment at a yeah. level that's never been allowed before yeah that's the value of the beatles well what's funny about the beatles too is they were one of the first bands that were like showing parents at the at, at that time like oh no elvis isn't the devil's music it's rock and roll, man. It's We're talking about rock and roll. We're talking about the king. But when it came to the Beatles, like coming back to my comment, it's like they made very simple music. Yeah, their shit wasn't. You, you can easily play yesterday. Dude, they, I mean, they're like yeah. they took twelve bar blues and made it easy. I mean, they yeah. modernized pop. But at but the end of the well, day, I mean, it has time, to be simple. They wrote like half of their songs in the span of a year and a half. Yeah. Easy. Uh, the, yeah, well, yeah. if you think about it, every fucking their lyrics are wrote not creative. Recorded, like every fucking song says love. Right, like, yeah. Yeah. like what? I, I think it's funny. Albums in '69. Well, I think that the big part of the love thing was the pop culture of the time, absolutely the movement. Yeah, but yeah, and at um, the time it was, it was like at the time like that shit wasn't fucking. People weren't listening to that like, oh, this is super rudimentary. This is super simple. People were listening and losing their fucking minds. Like we listen to it now because we have like Dream Theater and shit to absolutely. listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got Rush. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> fuck, yeah. Fuck, fuck. that's what. <laughs> Rush wouldn't Speaking have happened of fucking without. drummers. Yeah, seriously. Well, like Ringo, the reason why Ringo to me is a uh, I wouldn't say an all star because dude, you can easily play his fucking beats. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. most people can. Very simple, but it was the simplicity the, the of the song that it brought. He wasn't doing crazy shit behind the kit. It complemented the music. Yeah. So well, at the end of the day, the one thing that I learned, I don't remember. I think it was Steve Gadd that said this, and I I live by that. Because if you see me play, I'm not one of those drummers that's doing crazy shit behind the drum set. Sure. I'm not. I can't. I can barely play the double stroke roll. I can barely do that. But I can definitely keep a beat yeah. behind yeah. the fucking tempo. And it says... It's uh, about it, the pocket, man. I can it's play, all about the pocket. I Absolutely. can play double stroke rolls for days, but staying in the pocket... It's a talent I have Absolutely. to cultivate when I get behind a kit. It takes and me a while. Now that I think about it, as I think it was Steve Gadd that said it. It was tri uh, tricks give the thrills, but bits uh, the beats pay the bills. <laughs> it's very simple, very yeah. stupid. But if you think about it, the person getting the gig is the person that can play the beat. Yeah, yeah. Ringo Starr was a clear example of that. Yeah. Yes, he played the beat. He wasn't doing anything crazy. He can play the beat and yeah. stay behind it. I met crazy drummers that can do insane things about behind drums. Well, and he's also the last surviving Beatles, so 
you know, he's got that going for him. I Paul don't know McCartney if you know this, died. Paul McCartney's still alive. Yeah, I was going to say, he's though? Paul, what the Oh, f- I see. <laughs> is he, though? The conspiracy? No, just, no, no that, that, my friend, he is died Billy in the Tupac is alive, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tupac, Tupac is alive. <laughs> Tupac is alive, and you Paul heard McCartney died first. in 1966. Tupac the table. <laughs> Him and Biggie are on the same island, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Tupac didn't kill himself. <laughs> oh, that's dumb. <laughs> Let's just say this: that Cabernet whiskey feels oh, it's, amazing. It's, it's a good <laughs> fucking whiskey. whiskey yeah. Did you say Tupac didn't? Ki- you mean uh, Kurt Cobain? You mean Kurt Cobain? I think you're making well, an Epstein I, it was joke. An Epstein joke. Oh, okay. Although no, Kurt Cobain also did not kill himself. Yeah, did you see the FBI files came yeah. out? No, yeah. that was wild. What, what happened? What happened? That was wild. I, I was I reading about that. Yeah, I remember exactly. But it's like a, initially, on and immediately came out. Like initially, the cops were in, in actually investigating murder, right? Well, and like like after the cops closed their case, there was a private eye who was like still continuing to convict for like yeah. twenty years. Courtney yeah. Love. Yeah, she did it. Yeah, well, they, 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 hey, now they think is that it, it was Cobain a murder. Did, yeah, Kurt Cobain suicide. did have a lethal dose of heroin in his system when he, quote unquote, pulled the trigger. Sure, I mean, well, you know, it's just wild. I mean, it's, it's, they said he he should have been too high to be able to pull the trigger. But I've that, also I've also shot a shotgun before. It does not take that much pressure. Okay, terrifying. So <laughs> I don't know. I I could go either way. I'm on the fence. I just I want. I'm bandwagoning this one. Kurt Cobain didn't kill himself. Right. <laughs> I'll take you at your word. I don't know shit about. <laughs> no, it. I think that, that that that's what it was. Like they, I am they were saying, he was way I have too met his up. drummer. <laughs> he, that, I, I think that's yeah. that, that's what they said. It was. Well, he I was think way that too initially, to everyone's saying it was like initial, like it was ruled immediately as a suicide, but it's like the papers show that it wasn't. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. immediately, they were investigating like crazy that it wasn't. So, yeah. Very very weird. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I went off topic. We're talking about drumming and then went to we, Cobain. Yeah, we did say we had a couple family questions for when we asked the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we can t- dig more. I know his family. That, that was just super. I'm just so drum- excited. Yeah, drummer. Another drummer. Let's yeah, talk about yeah. drumming. You give me all this shit well, the- for introducing you two guys and being like, "You're a drummer. You're a drummer." <laughs> and what do we do for the last hour? We talked about drumming. That wasn't. That was different though. Drums are days. life, and that's it. I, uh, <laughs> drum machines have no soul. Okay. Fuck drum machines. <laughs> I, 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 it's funny because one of my one of my best friends, he's a, mus- a local musician as well. He's a guitarist, phenomenal composer, great guy. I actually been uh, shouted out on the show too, Lucas Sanchez. Yeah, Lucas, that's look my him boy. Up on that's my boy. iTunes, Spotify. He's um, got an album out there. He was actually. We were actually just recording. I, I was just recording tracks not so long ago for him, and I remember he sent me the track that he was recording, and he had uh, a drum machine. I was like. Who the fuck's that guy with no soul, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? Like, who the fuck's that guy? He's like, no, don't worry. This is just like a, you know, like a uh, pre-made track. <laughs> you're on his album that's out there, right? You're on his album that's out here. I am. Right? I'm playing percussion. Are you doing the... percussion on all the songs? Mm-hmm. Uh, any any type of percussion you hear, that's me. Any timbali? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. I was going to say, there is... Yeah. There's congas, there's timbales, there's a little bit of bongos, a little bit of the chimes. Uh, you got a little bit of everything. Love yeah, the chimes. Well, that's, that's what's cool about Lucas's music is it is kind of all it's over very the versatile. Place. Yeah, that's fun. No, yeah. Shout out to Lucas. Yeah, he's a good guy. He so does make some uh, some good music, man. If you if you haven't caught him oh, yeah. uh, around town, you definitely should check him out. Yeah, Mikey, I I showed you his music. 
You did, right? yeah. yeah. No, it was good. It was very yeah, it's, good. A, it's a very, like... He's a talented fucking yeah. guitarist, specifically. Dude, the, the way this month... Like, so I'm in playing... He was the one of the OGs that I started playing music with. Very he was a guy band, that right? I started... Yeah. Truth Without Fear, which was him, Britton Daniels, and myself. That's how we started playing music, like, live. Oh, okay. Just doing shows and stuff. And I remember this motherfucker, man... He was just out there playing the guitar, and then one day I was playing drums. Yes, please. And I was playing drums, and I look at this son of a bitch, and he's literally had he's playing the guitar with his teeth. Jeez. And I like <laughs> I remember I was doing the faces, doing my stupid shit that I do behind the drums, and I stopped and I was like, "What?" And literally everybody's going crazy. Like this dude is playing. Like I remember getting to watch that. Like yeah, we were in high school. Have. You were in high school when yeah. that started. You guys were you guys were playing like block parties. Uh, yeah. And that was just huh? And now he works. my man has a whole album out. That's it's badass. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. I didn't know I realized this. No, I definitely Lucas Sanchez, check him out. He definitely has some good music out there. It's um, definitely got a little bit of like a jam band feel to it. The album yeah. does. Oh yeah. But it's it's fun because he does. He Plays around with multiple different styles and he's very versatile. It's all original music. It's good. It is. Um, who's your favorite band? Oh, good question. Oh shit! If you had to, if you had to pick one right now on the spot, any band, Revolution, because I love reggae. Oh, Revolution, reggae. Pretty cool. Cool. okay. Dude, I did not expect yeah. that. Oh, dude, I seen him live. One of the best performances I have ever seen in my life. It was at the Greek too. Okay. I remember I was. PG-13, oh, I was crossfaded as hell. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just now. remember like seeing the lasers and all the lights and they came on and I I saw uh, Stephen Marley and Coming Kings were opening for him. Oh, yeah? For him. Oh, no shit. Oh, dude. Uh, Stephen, oh, I love oh, He sounds oh, just Stephen. like Bob, man. All his kids sound like him and it's fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they, I, I think they started doing uh, every little thing. With yeah. like everybody was singing, I mean, they were yelling that song. That was the, like the, the closing song. Like that's that's what I love about his kids. Like they do one of Bob's songs for closing. I, I, I I've listened to a bit of Stefan. I uh, most weirdly my like one of my favorite songs that's on my iPod is a Ziggy song. I don't know why. <laughs> they're, 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 like, they all sound great, but well, if you think about Damien, Damien, he's a very more rap like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah reggae yeah. artist. But at the end of the day, he still yeah, does Bob songs. Like fucking insane, and we went yeah. through the whole thing. Holy, almost a couple of splash left. <laughs> wow, we've been drinking, it. boys. Hey, we might have to break out a second bottle. We might be beating. <laughs> we might beat our family record with Sean McGrory for killing a bottle <laughs> on the episode. <laughs> um, you have a favorite drummer, Steve Jordan, hands down. Steve Jordan. He. Uh, what I love about Steve Jordan, he's a pocket drummer. Uh, there is one of my favorite videos. He, I think he's in somewhere in Asia. I think he's in Japan. And you put Steve Jordan and is the Vic Firth like classified, like not classified, but it's like yeah. the spotlight video. Oh yeah. And yeah. all he's doing is fucking grooves. And like you hear that groove and it's just like, oh. Like it's one of those like as a drummer, yeah, it when makes your in the face pocket. go like a stank phase and uh. you're just like vibing to the groove. Nothing out of the fuck, n nothing out of those world. He's not fucking going crazy on the drums. He does some crazy shit. Yeah, but like the main thing is just the beat. I'll have to check it out. There's a there's a video I, I heard of. Uh, oh God, was it? I think it was like we were talking about Dennis Chambers before the show. But like, absolutely, uh, Dennis. It was, I think it was Dennis Chambers. Was he playing with Sting? Or was it Phil Collins? I remember Henry showed it to us one time because we were talking about drummers. I was really getting into uh, fucking Dennis, man. That's another. Like, if you asked me for another drummer, Dennis yeah. would be one. Like, well, I was top. getting really into um, Neil Pert, Absolutely. and I was like, "But Pert is very the pockets. He's not 
It's different. He doesn't play in the pocket. He plays he, in a technical way, right? It's uh, all about tech, like yeah. that, that's, oh, that's saying if you think technical. about it, that's rush. Yeah, that's rush. Very and well, the he, he writes is, all the songs, so it's absolutely. very technical. And I Bro, was like, yeah, this is best. And Harry was like, or Henry, Henry was like, yeah, I love Neil Peart. He's great. I'm so hyped during Rush, but man, like, listen to this though. Like, that's not my favorite drummer. I'm like, really? You know, like, no, let me show you. And he played me. I think it was he was playing like Sledgehammer or something, and it was Dennis Chambers playing drums on it, and it's like. I, I could be completely wrong. Maybe that doesn't exist. But he played this song for me, and it was the first time I heard something so in the pocket that you just you recognize it. You're like, and you get a little chill. You're like, how? How does a person do that? You know, it's I, just a simple beat. I don't but even. It's so, toy. I, I feel like you guys are going to relate to this very <laughs> close <laughs> because I don't think I I I lost count of how many songs I've heard, and that shit's so in the pocket that I get goosebumps. Still and I'm more than sure you guys can understand. Like yeah. even for non-musicians, like you just yeah. heard that song that it's just like, oh, and yeah, you just had sure. a little riff. You heard like yeah. like the vocals, the drums, something that clicks with you. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like, oh, oh, like you just feel it all yeah. over your body. And like it's that's, uh, it's not, it's not, it's like um fucking Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two talks about it, and it's like at a certain point they hit like a perfect frequency. You're not, you're not a musician. This isn't you doing it. You are simply a fucking vessel. For something else that is yeah. coming out. No, it, it, it's insane. Like, if and yeah, even as a non-musical person, like that's that's something you notice. You've clearly yeah. been there. Yeah. Well, and it, it's attributable to all things. There's artists that achieve that. Well, there's, there's yeah, painters, there's, artists, and, there's comedians, there's actors, uh, people that like writers and like stuff Absolutely. like that. Where it's like, okay, it's not you me watch anymore. The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. Yeah. that motherfucker's in the pocket. Yeah. You watch Dave Absolutely. Chappelle do fucking stand up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, I I think it everything or in Ellis life. Rodriguez shout out <laughs> shout out Ellis Rodriguez. <laughs> you like, like you watch Jr. Write code shout out Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just realized we've been like an hour and a half in and you think J does Jr. Out. play any instruments? I like to think he plays the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Jr. You have my number. Phone. Text me. <laughs> Y'all remember the Do you play any instruments? <laughs> The flutophone. You never played the flutophone. Okay, in second grade, that sounds like a weird masturbation. In the joke. second grade, instead of a recorder, <laughs> I played the flutophone. Oh, uh, we know I, you played no. the flutophone, Mikey. You still play. You're gonna go play it after this because you got a little buzzed. Hell yeah! <laughs> as long as no. it's not the skin flutophone, I think you're okay. I'm gonna yeah. still play the skin flutophone. So, so your buddy plays a lot of jam music. You said. Yes. Do you like jam jam rock at all? Oh, let me ask you. Like, let me put it like. Uh, I'll just ask you right, straight just, up. Just what ask you, straight up. Do you like Dave Matthews? No, that's not what I was going to ask, but you're sadly The fucking on. answer is yes. Fuck you. Really? Have you ever heard the drummer? I, I was going to say, that's Carter? what I was going to say, Have Carter. Heard Carter? I like Dave Matthews. That son of a bitch is an animal. I knew where I was going. How I knew you were going. How does he play with, drum, with no. gloves on? Hey. How does he do what he does no, with no, no, gloves no, 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 on? No, 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 no. Let me ask you this. How the fuck do you play with a right on the left side? Right next to your fucking snare. Yes. <laughs> and you play like it's your right hand. Like what do you Yes. I was gonna that's where I was going. I was gonna ask you about Carter. Blake knew it was Dave Matthews because it's a jam band. Well, yeah, we're talking about well, Carter, yeah, it was, it was fifty fifty between Dave Matthews uh, or Fish. No, fuck. I'm not a fish. Okay, fan. so we got Dave Matthews, <laughs> great Dead. music. But fucking you got Carter behind you, man. Carter's the big bro. man. Come on now. I, I love I mean, don't get me wrong. The fact that he does like I like what he does on like Big Whiskey and stuff, like the more upbeat albums Absolutely. and stuff like that. But Great Street. Yeah, but Gray Street, things like Fuck. that, where it's like this this calm, 
be, I don't know how to explain Dave Matthews if you listen to it or not, but the fact you that can't Carter explain Dave Matthews, can you can't. Dave Matthews is Dave Matthews. That's but it. Carter you can't. can play this like driving, oh my god, rhythmic movement that that I don't. You don't. Well, it's, okay. it's so its own. For thing. example, for example, you hear uh, number forty one. Sure. Great song, yeah. very simple beat. And when they go to the fucking solos on the saxophone, he's fucking doing the like the reggae type of shit, yeah. and then he's going with the jambos like, yeah. Like uh, at the same time, he's playing a fucking beat. Yes. I can barely do the fucking jambox without playing a beat, bro. <laughs> without fucking it up, because I do that with Lucas's band. Oh. I play percussion for Lucas's band because yeah. he has his own drummer and shit, and they're playing that shit, and I'm like fucking like okay don't fuck it up <laughs> <laughs> fucking simple and this dude was literally with a bandana gloves on gloves sleeve, marching fucking Please shirt gloves oh, on market marching yeah, shirt long sleeve. Like Mike's yes. dad, dick. i got excited <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how getting, carter makes yeah. it feel Think, but like, you, you might be able to say things are getting hectic in here right hectic that's one of carlos's <laughs> favorite english <laughs> words <laughs> but like the thing is like when, when it comes to carter like he's just such an like unusual drummer that you learn how to appreciate his yes rap. unusual is a great word for it i've never seen I, a motherfucker with a fucking right on the left side i, I never I, that's the whole thing and that's so carter i love dave matthews man what i know most asshole. people don't but that's one of the things that <laughs> i love about this. it it's completely <laughs> unconditional like Bellamy from fucking uh muse you listen to him sing sometimes you're like how do you fucking hit those notes <laughs> What? Yeah. Fuck you, Matt Bellamy. <laughs> like, let me just start singing. He's like, ah! You know, like, fuck. <laughs> no, it, it, Carter is an animal, dude. That and whole he, band is... Uh, people don't realize how weird uh, it is. Because that's the whole... Well, yeah, I don't know if you know sure. the premise of when it started. It was like, he was like, oh, I just need people to play. I want people to play with. And then it was like, oh, you play saxophone? Sure, we, we'll do a band with a saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, you play violin? Like, okay, cool. We're going to do a violin in our, in our band or whatever. And Dave Matthews is such a, like, to me... Uh, like from the way I see it, he it's such an underrated band. Oh, they're yeah. like Amen. The musicianship. Mikey's the, like Nat. I, mean, <laughs> I listen to like, punk and hip hop. Like, like Dave Matthews but, gets associated with like just douchey frat boys for whatever reason. But no, it's it's good music and it's its own. It's their hate. It's, it's, if you stop listening boy. after it's, it's those thing. big big albums, yeah. then you yeah you don't know what they're Come about. On, I mean, well, that's, that's oh, no, exactly if you haven't like, listened to uh, uh, Big Whiskey and the Grugrux King, I'm sorry. There's it, well, it's oh, just it's an experience really worth compares. having, even if it's not your thing. Dave Matthews is it. it yeah, it's its own thing. Yeah, like that. You, like, this you is the thing when you ask a genre. Listen to it when you ask a genre for Dave Matthews. What the fuck did you say? Jam uh, band. That's about it. It kind of, but not really. <laughs> not really. Yeah. Dude. It's, yeah. It's, it honestly like that's what they I love jam about. live, but then I their said, studio stuff is its own phenomenon. I what I, okay. Well, what I think is really cool about Dave Matthews Band is just like how overall acoustic they are, and so and like dude, that's versatile fair. as fuck. Yeah, yeah that's what versatile. I like about it, about like, it. One of the biggest examples I put They're is whatever genre warehouse. the Beatles were. Warehouse. You hear Warehouse. <laughs> you hear the album version. The Lucas actually showed me this one. It was the Rio de Janeiro. Um, oh, were they going to Watchtower? Dude. This is the fucking crazy thing. Oh, Dave yes. Matthews starts with the guitar. Da -da 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 -ding, and everybody in the background is like, like everybody's like fucking yelling from the top of their lungs and like that shit like and all of a sudden like everybody like i think it was a violin and the whole band just comes like just hearing that shit and everybody involvement in it 
it just gives me the fucking chills. Yeah. Yeah. How do they do like, that gives the you The studio, hype. the live albums are amazing. The the, live, you'll hear them go from like, in, from Jimmy thing into freaking uh, Jefferson Airplane. He just does his own <laughs> thing, <laughs> like They bro. just start doing like, oh, it's so When it comes insane. to Dave Matthews, there's no fucking rules. Jimmy thing into the, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's no rules. There's no rules involved in that. But they're so cohesive oh as a God. group. It's incredible. Well, that's like, yeah, that's the beauty of Dave Matthews. And, and like if you think about it, everybody is so tight on the pocket. Yeah. The pocket. Like, there is yeah, no the, lousy. The whole band fucking, is in a pocket. Yeah. It's like, just a shitload of talented musicians. Oh like, shit, we got okay, serious now. Mikey's in a mood. Like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Dave Matthews. So, Mikey, you might have to ride home with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm totally Mikey fine. is currently putting on our judge's wig from uh, hey, episode he's trying to tango. I think he's trying to judge our music selection, <laughs> which I'm all about it. <laughs> have you listened to Pup? Oh, yeah. Have you listened to Pup? Oh, yeah. Pop. Have you listened to Pup? <laughs> no. They're, no, Canadian, no. they're a Canadian punk band. They're like, really? They're they're like sick, like, yeah. I have not know. Punk or something. You don't, okay, do you, do you not listen to a lot of punk? I appreciate it. I don't listen to it. I don't Fair listen enough. to a lot I, of I punk. I appreciate it. Wait, like, yeah. okay. Because it's so, something that I, I will never be able to do hold with on. drums. <laughs> where, where do you stand on ska, then? It's close to Riga, so I'm in. Hell, yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Have you heard of Big D in the kids' table? That sounds so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, you know, you know what's crazy? Like, with, with, what's crazy with me when it comes to a lot of artists is you might be like, do you know this band? I'll be like, no. And then you play a song <laughs> by them. It's like, oh, fuck. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. What about the Mad Caddies? Mm-mm. Oh, I love the Mad Caddies. Oh, they're pretty They're kind of like good. a New Orleans ska. I fucking Yeah, yeah. it's, it's a weird jazzy ska, but yeah, it's they are clarinets it's fun. and stuff. It's fun. Um, going back to Pup, though, you should check out Pup. Because I'm uh, not definitely, well, yeah. I it's like Pup, but I don't listen like they okay. do. Yeah, yeah. That's probably my favorite album in the world is Morbid Stuff by Pup. What's okay. cool it's about so Pup fun. is, what's really cool about Pup is the way, because like we're, we were talking about tell the Beatles. It's like, like the opposite of Ska. It's like they take Ska and go in the other direction yeah. on, to, on punk. No, no, no. Like, what, what's really <laughs> cool about like, the Beatles is like how technical they'll get sometimes. No, absolutely. Pup, Pup will get crazy technical and they'll put in crazy uh time signatures and shit like that that'll just catch you off guard your first time you listen to it you'll have to look and try to like figure out the rhythm at the same time you might not yeah. even catch it yeah it's so smooth it's very fun that's honestly one like when it comes to that that's the most music i appreciate is like the music that challenged me sure mm-hmm. because i heard a song and like- in a nice way well, absolutely and, and, yeah. and, and as, 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 yeah. as a non-musical <laughs> guy in a good way. like i yeah, listen to well, Pup. And, and going it's, back to Dave Matthews, have you ever tried to p- pick up a Dave Matthews song and try and play it on guitar? No. It's impossible. I don't well, know how, what this you? dude does it's, with his fingers. It's decided in but the like, cocaine. It's Dave Matthews. I'll you play some Crush or something. something and you, that's you go decided like in the moment. F7 minor, raised, whatever. And you're like, I don't have enough fingers for this. How do I? I the most complex chords I've Matt, ever seen on as, a guitar. You might as well be asking, like, can you go recreate an improv performance? Well, I mean... I mean, I guess, but except that you can look up the tabs from the I songs mean, on yeah, the album. You can. You they can, do write their own original okay, songs. You can transcribe an improv performance and make a script out of it. Yeah, I think I don't think you but listen like, enough, he, Dave, brother. Probably studio albums. They they go into the studio. They work out an album and they put together a studio album where these things, the live dates are just they or the live shows they just riff. Well, this on is them. this is the thing that I do appreciate when it comes to Dave Matthews is like. Everybody can play it, yeah. But can you play it like Dave? Can you play it like Dave? Yeah. Like the, 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 the I can find, that he does. I can find the watered down version of Crush. I swear to God, bro, I've never <laughs> done this crash. shit, but I gotta be in some LSD, some mushrooms, like to yeah, figure it man. out. 
Just like uh, Pink Floyd did when he came yeah. to uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Like one of the greatest albums ever created. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You ever yeah. watch they it? They were fucking Wait. tripping on drugs. Yeah. How sick that <laughs> How can you say I made the best album ever created while I was tripping? Yeah. Like you, that's, that's insane. Like, yeah. That's it'd insane. Be, it'd be, yeah, you ever almost, do the thing where you listen to Dark Side of the Moon? <laughs> Actually, like a lot of it, it's not influenced by drugs. It's influenced by one of the band members had mental health issues. Really? Pink Floyd? Yeah. So a lot of it's like... I think it was like schizophrenic or something like that. That's weird. So Why does our band not take off? Built into it. We have plenty of mental issues between the two. Yeah, but there's <laughs> <laughs> two of us. We're fucked up, man. We had yeah, to yeah. stop the yeah. band to do but, podcasts. But were up. either of you <laughs> institutionalized? Not yet. Because nah, nah, that's we're specifically that. Dark Side of the Moon. Like a lot of that, like the writing behind it came from. I forget his name, but his experience being in a mental institution. What the fuck? I never Damn, like, heard uh, that. Well, like the, I there's never heard that. Can't remember it off the top of my head, but like, you know, it's got the line like the lunatics are on the grass. That was that whole song was inspired by, yeah, the guy's experience in a mental huh. institution. Wow. Never knew that. That, that was not drug inspired. Day. Very bizarre. You also that learned said, that whiskey you, is a hell of a. Well, you're saying that he was in a mental institution and they weren't giving him drugs. Not the right kind of drugs. So it was drug inspired. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe like lithium inspired. I think we just cracked the code, bro. I think we just cracked well, the code. No, I would say lithium drugs, expired, but there was music. a Nirvana song <laughs> that was lithium inspired. So, oh, moral of the lesson: funny. if you want to make the fire album, tripping some drugs. Yeah, you oh, get some okay. music. No, okay. Because like I, I took a bunch of audio classes. I, I went to school at Miracosa. I took a bunch of audio okay, classes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, our main instructor was the head of the choruses was uh, a jazz musician, and he'd talk about his recording sessions. And they would just hang up, and his wife would come home, and the house would be littered with like fucking empty beer cans and bottles everywhere. And that's just what music is: you get super fucked up, you try to stay in time, and hopefully <laughs> oh, something great comes oh, out. Oh, dude, I took a uh, I took a music theory class in college, and like. Several times throughout the semester, we would sit down and we would just spend an entire class period listening to a full album. And I made a point to show up stone to every single one of them. <laughs> and, and the professor, the professor who was a metal drummer, oh, would shit. just he would like he would see me walk into the room. Metal drummer, yeah, he would see me walk into the room and just like rock on. Like, <laughs> I remember like, you I were in that doing. class. You texted me because. Um, I remember you texted me one day and you were like, holy crap, you know that class I go to stoned every day? I was like, yeah. He's like, I just laid on the ground stoned and listened to Abbey Road by the Sergeant, Beatles. All no, the, oh, Sergeant, Sergeant Pepper. Peppers. Sergeant Pepper. All the way through. And I was like, I think I get it. Yeah. I, that, that was, okay. That, I shit you not, that was the day I became a Beatles fan. Like, you had been pushing the Beatles on me for so long. Yeah. And I found, I got stoned and I listened to Sergeant Pepper start to finish. And it yeah. all clicked. You it all made all sense. The, uh, they were the first ones to start to kind of tie <laughs> albums into one thing. No, do you remember the time you were you got stoned? Uh, you might appreciate this if you guys are Rush fans, but I made Blake. Oh my God! Sit. Yes, we went in my in my <laughs> truck. We smoked and sat in my truck and listened to Twenty One Twelve for the first time. He'd never heard it all the way through. The whole Don't. 25 you minutes of the song. Whole, like, you did that minutes. to me, too. You were I like, did. Mikey, Mikey, <laughs> Wait a minute. You smoke know, all this weed and listen to this song. <laughs> Wait, is that the fucking song? song? Wait, time out. Time out. Stoner. <laughs> time out. Yeah. Is that the song that changes like fucking beats every like two minutes? Yeah, it, that's It's the, like four different songs all rolled into one big ensemble. This yeah. fuck. 
got me in his truck. And he's like, I got to show you a song by Rush. I was like, okay. We drove the whole time listening to like, dan, dan, da, 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 yeah, dan, 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 I'm like, what the? Dan, 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 yeah. That was you, fuck it. That was you. And then I was just like, this is a lot of music in one time. Like, yeah, come on now. This story relates to my family in a whole different way because we were going down to San Diego to watch my cousins play, who was No, that was Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz. Yeah, Santa Cruz, fuck. To watch the vagina monologues? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the story. Now we can talk about family records. Yeah, man. That Dude, was not see, just you guys showing up. My whole family, we showed up. We had never seen it. Yeah, we didn't you guys know what showed we up. Wait, you and Tatum showed up. Yeah, man. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, Mike yeah, Ralphie, yeah. the Buddhist, oh showed my. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, the Buddhist, was there. <laughs> Holy uh, fuck, bro. Yeah, that no, was, man. The whole family showed up. Poor Sam, because she probably knew what it was. We oh, were yeah. all like, let's go support Sam. We're going to go down and see Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sam. She's yeah, dope as fuck. Oh, yeah. For sure. The one time I met her, she's dope as fuck. And we all sit in this crowd in this small little theater and watch if the vagina monologues which is like we didn't none of us realize that it is a it's a statement it's feminist piece it's, a it's very, a feminist piece like very it's, like it's a provocative very provocative and thing. Yeah, edgy thing and it's like it was a cool <laughs> art piece but when you oh, yeah. don't expect that yeah, i thought it was going to be some Brother, fucking play me, i thought it was going to be cheeky you, and fun yeah. man i didn't know let me tell you this Although, as a fucking foreigner you don't see that shit <laughs> i went to this place is like we're going to go see a fucking play and we're going to enjoy and i was like cool you're the reason that I bought that t-shirt at the play they were really? selling merch that said I love vaginas and it had like Georgia well, O'Keefe style flowers think my dad on bought a vagina lollipop if I'm not mistaken I think we got one but like the thing is I get there we were hanging out with our friends all at the boardwalk and we're having a good time and then we changed we went to the, uh, the fucking play this is what I knew He did, I'm like what is the play about I don't know. Go <laughs> it's called the vagina monologue. No, you it's never, you never said that, famous. You never said that. And I just remember I sat with Blake and I'm looking around and I see nothing but vaginas. And I'm like, vagina <laughs> yeah, all the vaginas. Are, the posters just, are not, everywhere. Not, not the vaginas, as a foreigner, like drawings of as vaginas. a fucking outsider, I looked and I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into, bro? <laughs> Some weird cult American stuff. The next fucking Am I gonna get stabbed? I don't want to say anything fucking, you know, tr trying to fucking like be mean or anything, but I was just like, we don't see the shit in El Salvador. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't never see the shit. Like, this is, vaginas yeah, still in this play, you don't see that. That's true. And you were still got, relatively fresh off yeah, the boat, I was, huh? I was fresh out of the fucking car. Or out of the airplane, out let's just say car. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I just remember looking around and I see a vagina, lollipops, vagina, like, shirts, and I'm like, I, I, I swear to God, I looked at Blake and I was like, what the fuck is this, bro? Uh, and he was like, I don't know, but just enjoy the ride. I was like, okay. And I just remember, like, looking around and, like, the next fucking, the first one, I don't remember what the first play was, but, like, the second play was like, 20 different types of moanings. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like the girl's like slamming her with like a fucking thing, and I'm just like, <gasps> Yeah, she's like, the I've had enough of you moan. Like, that's some moans I have never fucking <laughs> yeah. like. I don't think I've ever will her. I was like, fucking... Moaning? That's a thing during sex? No, yeah, I, 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 I usually, dude. I, I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I usually keep it quiet during yeah, sex. You know, it's like yeah, you keep on the moment. drummer face before, right? I mean, I'm a marching band guy, so it's just that straightforward, serious face. Yeah, I, 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 honestly, brother. Okay. I, 
When like, I used to, when I used to drum, I used to get shit because like when I'm learning something, I'm practicing something, <laughs> I stick my tongue out. Oh, you Michael Jordan did. <laughs> I would sit there, and, and so like that's what I do during sex. <laughs> That Brother, makes sense. Wait, Mikey, is that is that why you've never had a lady over since we've been living together? Yeah, they can't stand the tongue out. <laughs> it's too Just much funny, action. Because ladies typically like the tongue out. Oh boy! And all I, I know is like, I usually I feel the, the line on family the spirit. I usually feel the energy, the spirits between, so we don't make any noise. Yeah, sure. It's all about the connection. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Carlos. Though as much shit as you talked, we did party our asses off with the cast afterwards. Did you I, really? There yeah. is there is we went so back much to Sam's house and we there is like, so we much I want to say that I don't want to be disrespectful No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, you don't have to. It's cool. This is a it's not a family friendly show, yeah, but I, I think we've thrown well, that out the a, window. So, 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 like, this is, this, we're young. We're fairly young. Sure. I ride out of high school. I know he's about to go to college. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, I was just like And these were young college. I think this might have been Party my first and females. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Dude, the whole time I'm like, what's up, girl? What you doing? I don't I'm think lesbian. there was a straight girl I'm there. Lesbian. Yeah. I'm lesbian. I'm like, Blake, what the fuck did you bring me to, dude, bro? Like, <laughs> a lesbian dude. party. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. There was two. To be fair. Two. To be fair. Lesbians go fucking hard, dude. Yo. That's the night I learned lesbians party like fucking animals. My, dude, my <laughs> best, some of you my like best friends the whole way back. I've been lesbian. The next morning. I fucking love Bro, it. Bro, we drove from Santa Cruz to San Francisco because we miss our fucking exit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wild, honestly, like I learned a lot that okay, night. It was San Jose. <laughs> Bitch, we it, went it been San Bay Francisco. Bay we went on the Bay Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> she ended up going up the wrong side of the peninsula. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Honestly, it was a cool learning experience because I have never seen that side of anything sure. in the United States. When it, Dude, you texted cool... me for like four days after, like, yeah, man, I mean, that, that that weed we smoked must have had something in to it. Because I was still fucking so take you to one of those liberal <laughs> art schools. In the... I don't smoke weed. I, I like the first time Bullshit. I fucking the first time I smoked at, at weed. The time maybe at the time. The first time I smoked weed, I saw a dragon. In somebody's face. <laughs> that was yeah. it for me. Not, was, it, was it like face It paint? was a golden dragon. Some people, if you ever hear this fucking podcast, you know who I'm talking about. I literally was at In-N-Out high as fuck. And I looked, at, I looked at my boy and I was like, dude, you're a golden dragon. And then everybody started laughing because that's how high I was. Was I and here then, for this too? No. No, that was, was, that was with the Mexican Mafia. Oh, no shit. I ran all of them. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, and then, like, <laughs> I, I, I smoked a little more then, but then, like, I stopped. And I remember I never hit a bong. And everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, you were fucking... I was like, well, everybody's here lesbians, so I'm just gonna fucking have a good time. <laughs> I'm like, Dude. fuck it. Oh, bro. In, in your defense, the bong didn't have any fucking water in it for whatever reason. Oh, that's okay. called a pipe, guys. Home dog. It, it is <laughs> not dog. a pipe. I hit the fucking thing. Awful. I went to bed. I woke up at 6 a.m. like, where'd everybody go? <laughs> I am not lying. And I remember like, where the fuck's Blake? Like, like what? Like, dude, I woke up I and I was like. crashed on some couch in some different fucking room. All like, I know is I, I was You just woke Blake up in I'm some like, strange house in Santa, or Santa Cruz. <laughs> dude, a lot of things happened that night where I lost my memory. I just remember like. They finally grabbed the only straight girl that I was like, I think you're cute. Like, I was trying to talk to her. I was high out of my fucking mind. So I was like, what's up, girl? 
Like, yeah. it was just a mess. But, like, you were doing the weird, like, like okay, I know right. I'm too high. Try to smile and look normal. And it was just like this, like, like the side smile. Like, was, hey, baby, you want to see the faces I make when I draw? <laughs> That's the worst part. I should have said that I was a drummer and I never did. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. That's all it takes. So, baby, I got rhythm. I'm a drummer. I banged them drum. No, no, I didn't say that. No, it's just like, That's I'm all Carlos. it takes. I mean, like, Look how many fucking middle-aged groupies you guys have. Oh, boy. <laughs> that never going to be started. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't get, don't, don't get me wrong. Your groupies are fun. Like, but, yeah, <laughs> they're all, like, in their 40s. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're fucking fun. And shout out to if you're hearing this shit, you guys are fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Here uh, you're talking about the vagina monologue. <laughs> uh, dude, honestly, that, that was an experience. And, like, I, like... I see it humbly and I respect it because like that was something I never seen before. Sure, so it was like it was an eye opening. No, experience. no, I can I can relate, yeah, man. It, that was my experience those, like, with it as well. You've got a memory now. Oh, I got this is the thing. I know a person <laughs> well, in sort Nashville because you might have forgotten all of it later that night. I know a person <laughs> in Nashville that runs the vagina malone. Oh, really? Every, like, oh, no whole, shit. Yeah. I remember, I I just remember like at intermission being like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I didn't we know all what this like was. stepped outside the auditorium and recognize we like... what's happening. And then by the second half, you're like, okay, I'm starting to see the art here. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going, I'm so, seeing dude, something I very remember, meta. So, yeah, I remember like everybody, cause there were like 10, 15 of our family members yeah, there. Yeah, poor Sam had like the back two rows. I just, I just <laughs> like you, you, yeah, you and you Chelsea, guys, Mike and Erica, Danielle was there, yeah. Tatum so was there. You guys went in there thinking like, oh, this is going to be a fun yeah. little show. Sam, yeah, I thought Sam's, I was fucking watching Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. We all stepped out of the theater at, uh, or at intermission. Sam we were like, a, what the fuck is that? She had a, a history <laughs> in high school and stuff doing yeah, plays. Yeah, she did, she did drama. Right, so like, well, okay, we're doing this play and she let us know because... We're a pretty tight knit family, she, so she, she let us know. She constantly called it a play. Yeah, she's like, it we're doing this play or whatever. Play. I thought it was it fucking was, Hamlet. It, it, it was, yeah, no, it it was, was a theater. fucking TED Talk. It's theater. It's still... It's, <laughs> yeah, no, it's an art piece. Yeah. It's an art piece. Like, and and honestly, if, if, if you, you think about it, that, it is an art piece. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah, get that yeah, heads yeah, up. Absolutely. If you get that heads up beforehand, you should know what you're in for. All I knew was, if I knew that they were talking about vaginas, I wouldn't have gotten a fair warning. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, if I got a heads up, I just would have been more prepared. That's Were you all. just like, oh, the vagina monologue sounds hot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 like fucking, I don't know. Blake's like, like, come see this play, and you're like, cool, I love Shakespeare. Hold on, all I heard was, to be fair, to be fair. I made a fucking, t- like, we made a day of it. We spent the entire day at the boardwalk. Our friends met us down so, there. Wait, wait, wait. So you like, brought your buddy up, wined him, and dined him. Yes, And then exactly. took him to the vagina model. I'm pretty oh, sure, time out, time I'm out. Pretty sure we all grabbed him. This is what I heard. Like, was Blake was or like, something. shut like, the fuck up. This is what I heard was. We're going out with the boys to the boardwalk. We're going to a play, and then we're going to a party. In my head, I had a different scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah you could have breaks it. <laughs> I wasn't expecting vagina monologues. No, which no. nothing against the motherfucking play. The fact that you weren't expecting it, I, I can relate. That's the thing yeah. that was weird. Dude, we homie, were all there. Homie, we can all homie. relate, oh, except Mikey. Lord. Mikey was not there. I was not there. I was yeah, not invited. Mikey, Mikey was not supportive of Sam. <laughs> Nobody invited me. If somebody was like, "Hey, Sam's putting on a show called the Dickhole," I would have been there. You fuck knuckle. If somebody was like, "Hey, come out to Santa Cruz see this show," I would have. I would have been. There, <laughs> nobody invited me. So, uh, hey, shut 
should, at the end Mikey, of the day, it was a badass play. I just wish it would have gotten a fair warning yeah, about it. I think it. you Dude, should write a show called The Penis so, no, you just said play. So I bad. thought it was a play. Yeah, that would be bad. You know what's funny? I still tell my friends about that fucking story, too. Oh, that's fucking I'm awesome. Like, I went to a play and I saw the vagina monologues. Have you seen the vagina monologues? You should see them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what they're about. No, you yeah, should no. understand what I went through. No, you you should experience it's like the that's, unexpected. That's it's the unexpected. Yeah, honestly, that's part it, of it is the experience. experience. Yes, it's it an is experience. experience. The unexpected is what we're yeah, because That's a part of it. Like, yeah. you, you are not supposed to go into the vagina monologues expecting to go into the vagina monologues. You are supposed to go in expecting a play. I yeah. don't know about that. I mean, art I, pieces I don't are know. art pieces. Maybe. I don't know. I, I like, the shock value is that much more if you go I in thinking know. this it's, is going to be some it's fiction It's not like thing. it was in the playhouse, though. It was not. Well, it was in a theater. Well, it was in, like, no, the multi-purpose room. No, it was in a multi-purpose room. There well, was well, rows that, that, of chairs. That technically counts. There's a stage. I'm just saying, it wasn't a... <laughs> as soon as we went in there, I was like, okay, what it, is this? It, was like, not, it wasn't the fucking Nutcracker. Well, yeah. Okay, let's just say that. Art yeah. is art. It, art is art. It wasn't a Abstract, theater, like... But it's still there. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't Picasso's a theater, art, like, R-E theater. Yes. It was I, a theater, like, E-R theater. I've spent enough time, and we should get Sean on here to ask him about this, but, like... E-R theater? Like, when you're watching a fucking surgery? <laughs> yes. Yes. No. There's. Yeah. It was not theater like T H E A T R E. It was T E R. It was I, I like, like a movie theater. I, it was I think a, it, like, a heads up would have been uh, uh, nice. I all think. I all I gotta say it was a type of art. Which but, I appreciate now, but well, at the I time I was just like, yeah. what the fuck? Okay, well, yeah, okay let me ask you guys a question. Like, well, all three like, of you, all three of you, let me ask all three of you a question. If somebody was like, hey, this is a show and this is what it's about. Would you have wanted to go watch that show? Yes. I'm lucky, I yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would have still gone yeah, to watch it. I would have been it. curious. I would have watched okay. it. Yeah. To be okay. fair. That's what I'm fair. saying. It's nothing against the play. It's that we weren't expecting no. that. Yeah. To be fair, the reason that I dragged Carlos to it and the reason that I went in the first place was I was failing theater and I was home English. on spring break. <laughs> and I was like, okay, my, my professor Carlos was didn't like, know what vagina yeah. meant. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just yeah. trying to educate you. Uh, dragging Carlos to that I learned. play. I learned. What, <laughs> dragging Carlos today. to that play is what brought me from an F to a D in theater class. Oh, good for so. you. So, I my coming with me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. My whole thing is you can't say it wasn't supposed to be Shock Valley. I don't believe that. No. If someone was like, "Hey, we're gonna go watch some like," yeah, we're gonna watch a bunch of women recreate no, 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 a, it's or retail accounts. Of... If someone told you I'm taking well, you to see some live like, music and accounts. it was slam poetry Absolutely. about like abuses and moral things that they went through, you're gonna be like, "Whoa! I thought we were going to a show." Like, Woman. Whoa, man. man. <laughs> Whoa, man. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> I'm so glad at least Mikey got that one. <laughs> to marry an axe murderer. Great movie, Mike yeah, Myers. So I married an axe murderer. Whatever. <laughs> Wonderful movie. Mike Myers and also Mike Myers, because he plays more than one character. Yeah. He doesn't do that, does he? All right, final no, note. <laughs> If you haven't seen the fucking vagina monologues, go see yes. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> there, there's, there's some serious, there's some serious moments in that. They're no, really like you're like, oh shit. They're eye opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's some moments. Anyways, we should start wrapping up, yeah, guys. So we I should, so. Let's let's try it's and cram in like our last almost two hours. Uh, family questions real quick. So okay. there's one other question that we try to ask all of our guests is what's something that your family universally rips on, if there's anything at all. What do you mean? Makes fun of, like, yeah, likes not, to talk not, crap about. Not 
not like genuinely hates, but like, what's the Nickelback of your family? <laughs> yeah, like the whole family like make cracks Never jokes been about. Wise man. Hey guys, copyright. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had, we had to literally shut up recording because I started playing a copyrighted song. Um. Oh, that's a good question. I guess. I'm sorry for the people out there, Jehovah Witness. Like, oh, really? oh very, okay. We're very, a lot of we're jokes very about Catholic. Him. We're very Catholic. Oh, so, like, okay, okay. Yeah. So, like, when we see a Jehovah Witness, like, yo, chill, bro. Like, I don't know. His it, name's it's, God, y'all. It's weird that one cult makes fun <laughs> yeah, of another yeah. cult. Like, because <laughs> sorry, that was the dumbest joke I've ever seen. I, I, I literally came up with like the, the like the thing at the top of my head. I guess fucking, I don't know. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no yeah. Like, like, because me and Matt also both grew up Catholic. It, it's for sure as much of a cult as the Jehovah's Witness, but I, I feel like that's Not the thing. It's like a rivalry. Yo. Yeah, it's man. Like a, your, when you, you Catholicism to your team, started. bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except I, I will say, like, they never made us go around and knock on doors. So Christianity is a lot of Catholicism. Christianity is just a lot of different teams <laughs> with the same mascot. All I know okay. is every Sunday I got on my knees. Hang on, Ben. Yeah, man. Ben in middle school. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Ben in middle school made me go door to door selling chocolate. Oh, yeah, no, and no, shit. no. Football made us go door to door. Oh, yeah, fucking football. You remember? Like, like it I'm going to throw the ball for high school. Well, they you want to donate five bucks? I got chocolate for you. We, we, we sold coupon books. Yeah, we did. And it was if we did not sell enough by the start of the school year. Our coach would just make us all take a day, and we, he would give us game jerseys, and we'd go around in our jerseys and just go door to door selling fucking coupon books. That's yep. fucked. It up. was it was the most awkward thing. I, I just you know knocking on doors. Excuse me, have you heard of our Lord and Savior Livermore High Football? <laughs> <laughs> Please, God, just oh, buy yeah. one. Come on, <laughs> if you don't buy one, they'll make us come back. <laughs> <laughs> You just got that fucking look. Please buy some coupons, please. Would you like to pay I'll for me to go away? I'll give you a hint. Away? It rhymes with marketing. <laughs> I just want to sit on the left bench. Please fucking buy some coupons. Yeah. Man, that football was uh, an experience, man. I loved it, but at the same time, I hated it. Oh, for sure. And like at least two or three of our listeners know who we're talking about. When oh, we're yeah. You say you Any listener jokes? out there, LHA's high school football, you understand. Were you guys St. Michael's Catholic? Dude. I was. No. What's the other Catholic spot? Well, the you, one with the is church? your dad religious? No, I don't know. I just I, I my family went to St. Michael's, but I know like uh my So every Sunday on your knees, was it for St. Michael or was it for another it's one? It's for the Lord and Savior, you know. Well, I, I know feel like it was St. Jeff for Jesus. Amen. No all jokes aside, I I my family did go to St. Michael's, but I know there is another uh church by Lucky and Yes, I think that's what it is. Yeah, is yeah. It? So we, we actually we by, went by to St. Charles. In, uh, oh, what the fuck is it? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, by yeah, off yeah. Can Can Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah, we actually yeah. went to St. Charles until the pastor moved to St. Ah, Michael's. Ah, man, screw you guys. St. Michael's for life. Until I stopped going. No, I went there a couple times. Uh, my ex and I, uh, like, we went there for many reasons. But yeah, no, that that, that was a cool little church. I, that, I mean. It's still that's, that, that's area yeah. right across the street, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just being all rebuilt right now. Yeah. I wonder what's going up there. Anyways, right. we should move on to our right. final Wait. segment. Real quick, I did think of one other family question, and you you know I'm looking for a specific answer here. Oh, okay. How does your family differ from like the traditional idea of 
I, I guess like the nuclear family. Um, that's you know, a like, weird like, ass question, bro. Well, well, like, 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 like our family, like the family that doesn't well, make like, sense but makes sense. Like husband, wife, son, what daughter. Does that mean? Um, like, like how do you differ? Because like, our, like I our differ family, the hell from that. Our, My family's yeah. so split up. We we're like the nuclear family that like freaking mutated and shit. Well, man. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, and like like our family, like the Rodolfis and the McKettys, we are all so close that like first cousins might as well be siblings. Yeah, aunts and uncles that's might, fair. Aunts and uncles I, might honestly, as well be secondary. My, I have such a gap with my real brother uh, that I've always. Say. You and I have been more brotherly. Yeah, than my, exactly. Yeah, I was gonna well, say. Like, like, even even the Piketty's, who were like second and third and fourth cousins, are all like first cousins to us. Like, I remember cousins joke. Blake's hit on me already. Yeah, no, no, no. no, 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 no I was gonna say something. I just We we've made the joke. It's like us being dudes isn't the problem in California. Us being cousins, cousins is the problem. And that's why we haven't hooked up yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, like how's your family uh, different? Like, really like, into I what porn's doing um, right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, step cousin. Well, like, Not I, that I, I, I watched that. I, I get your question. Um, I don't know if it makes us different, but like uh, with my mom's side of the family, it was like, it was one thing. And with my dad's side of the family, it was one thing. Cause like, like, like I told you, we grew up to, uh, differently, but everybody had like their own rituals, I guess, but like everybody like did their own thing. So like as separated as we were, we we're still tight within mm. families. So like my dad's family was like one thing and like, I don't know if it makes us like different about that, but like, we're like different separate, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes so sense. Like, that makes total sense. We're like, you know, we're halfway, like my mom and dad's side, but like we're still together close. Like your mom and dad are still close? Um, They they talk. Oh, they talk. Okay. I mean, they're, you know. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That, my no, mom they, and dad are the same communication way. My mom and dad are very good like, about that. Um, like my mom's side is like my mom's side and my dad's side is the dad's side. Yeah. Oh, okay. And everybody has like their own rituals. So like, like I told you earlier with the family yeah. and my dad, my mom's side. And then sometimes with my dad's side like we saw each other that's like even though it was like the same thing is different okay yeah yeah it's different at the same like we're separated but like together in our own little ways in, I don't know in your hearts you guys are all one amen to that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. well and then there's and then there's something that we've made funny of you a lot for since we've known it. each other okay then I'm not here we go let here you we go my, 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 my motherfucking boy here wants me so my dad name is carlos my name is carlos my sister name is carla my brother name is carlos my dog name is skippy your sister's so, name is carla your dog's yeah. name is yeah. skippy yeah well he died he died <laughs> i just found out today that he died but why wasn't he That's carlos yeah right <laughs> dude my dad or, is very, or Jiffy. My dad is very creative. Uh, Let's just say that. I believe he it. The name. See, he I'm more of a great value guy. Uh, I get it. I like Kirkland. It, uh, ever, <laughs> ever since I met Blake, I remember like that was his pick. I'm like, hey, what are your siblings' names? My dad name is Carlos. My name is Carlos. My like, you know, hey, it every was not just time. me. It was our entire group of friends used to make. It was mainly you, Dick. It was mainly you, Dick. Are you Are you gonna name your? Child, children. Hell no. <laughs> Eddie, what's the farthest thing from fucking Carlos you can get? Charles. That's not the farthest thing from Charles. Jonathan. I'm going to call him Blake. Blake, <laughs> you like I German name. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to call him Svilsheim. Rogelio. <laughs> Vicente. <laughs> Alejandro. Vicente Alejandro Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's a girl, Salinas. Ooh, <laughs> Salinas. No, 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 no. Vicenta. 
Oh, hell that. no. No, no, no. That, that, that's, that's, that's a weird thing right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know what I'm going to name my kid. Probably Carlos, honestly. If it's my first one, I'm probably going to name it Carlos. The other ones. Why not? I'm going to get creative. Family. Trust me. We have our, our you family got my thing is the... Uh, Let me throw some names out. Michael, Patrick. <laughs> I do like you Jordan. I do like Jordan. Yeah. Jordan. Definitely not Jose or Juan. No. no. Um, is Carlos... Because like the, the correlation to to his names is, do you think that is Carlos like Carl? I thought it was Charles. Is it Charles? I I've always wondered. Because like like that is Jonas English Jonas and Spanish. All the names know. are different, but they all have no like. A, all, all I know is uh, Carlos had a very uh, Carlos and Ventura. Both the, both of those names had a very strong. I don't know exactly what it is, but they had a very strong meaning when it came to the Spanish like names. Like, yeah, yeah. Royalty names. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like Carlos been like strong man and Ventura was like one of those fucking yeah, yeah. I thought Ventura I was just a city in SoCal. It is. <laughs> it is. But uh, I, I know it has another meaning. But it's meaning. a badass sounding city name. Oh yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> it's a fun city too. <laughs> hey, what county do I have? Uh, Mikey, do you want to say that what you just said? Mikey, Mikey knows one phrase in Spanish. He likes to share it with everyone. <laughs> right, when Mikey I was in high school, it. I had this friend Adrian. He spoke Spanish, and I was like, "Hey, teach me this phrase," because I watched that Did movie. Did you ever Blue go? Street Yo, Adrian. No, actually, no. All the fucking time. <laughs> Adrian. Rocky. Say, say that. Say their line oh, yeah, because yeah, the guys right. that we work with say it all the time now because they make fun of Mikey all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yo tengo un gato gordo en mis pantalones. <laughs> 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 Ay, pinche culero. Sí, güey. Yo le voy a ask, hey, Mikey, you have un gato gordo en mis pantalones? Or Mikey will be walking around singing and they'll be like, is that Selena's? <laughs> All the time. It's so funny. They say that shit? Yeah. Because I always do Vincente to them or I'll do Selena's. Or like uh, sometimes like with Pedro, I'll mess with them and be like, hey, Pedro, who do you like better? Vincente Fernandez or Selena's? <laughs> you know, like, I'd be, oh, I'd be like, I know it's, it's hard always, to pick. It's always no, super no, 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 It's a tough one. It's not that tough. Hey, Mikey, <laughs> Mikey, what do you think of Shakira? <laughs> yeah, they always ask you about Shakira. Well, well certainly her hips don't lie. That's uh, what that's I all say. Mikey says. That's like the <laughs> white guy response. <laughs> well, we're white guys, Matt. What do you expect? <laughs> Have you fucking seen me? <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's like the only person I might arguably be darker than. <laughs> and even then, it's arguably. Oh, no, he works outside. He works at a desk. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> You two, give me two more months in the summer. We'll see who's done. You give me two more months in the summer. I'm finally getting some color. I'm the lightest kid sibling in my family. (laughs) Finally get a little color. I, uh, with the masks on, people actually mistake me for Hispanic. It's kind of nice. I mean, nice. Least, they say mistake me. I am Hispanic. Well, you, but- <laughs> you've got like you've got like the bone structure. You just don't have the skin tone. Well, the problem is everyone says I look like Adam Sandler. How can I be Mexican? And everyone says I look like Adam Sandler. Which sometimes you fucking <laughs> well, sound like Adam Sandler. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Well, hey, to be fair, you're Mexican, and like Mexico had a lot of Jewish refugees. That's so maybe fair. there is. I have. I found out that my crossover. family. I have a family uh, lineage. Uh, the the family Grijalva. They're apparently mm. Jewish from Spain. Well, that's that's yeah. shout out Uncle Manuel. Found out. 
Yeah, I found out Very he was doing recently, it. Yeah. Thanks to 23 What's, what's funny about that is that I learned about that. A lot of that got lost. I don't know if because I'm a history buff or whatever, but during the, uh, there was a time, uh, there was a time when uh, it, the people were, Jews were fleeing from Spain a couple hundred years ago because they were being persecuted. I don't know if you knew about that. I did not. <laughs> you never heard of the Spanish Inquisition? I huh? did know about that. <laughs> I was giving you shit. I was just Anyways, we should probably start wrapping up. Uh, do you want to yeah, give us some uh, interesting archives before we right. sign off? We're going to, yeah, try to wrap up because we're way over time. Yeah, uh, we are <laughs> way, quite a bit right. over time. All right. So this is yet another case where, like, we ended up talking about something something that relates to our interesting archive completely okay. unintentionally. Paul McCartney, John Lennon, and a few of their friends would masturbate together in a circle. Really? Fucking yeah. sexy. Uh, yeah. Together? Friends. Yes. Like, like, like Blue Waffle, maybe? I don't, I I don't, don't know. Does you think that's actually, you know what? I have heard that before. Uh, go ahead, really? man. You don't have to hide, Carlos. Carlos was, has to yeah. pee. He's going to step out for a second. Hell yeah. <laughs> he's all trying yeah, to be hey, all hey, sleek we about we, it. We, we drank a whole bottle of whiskey. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, we don't have to worry oh, about it. Oh, he's going to miss out on the fun masturbation conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, he's masturbation just peeing. He'll be conversation. Oh, yeah. Good song. Um, when did they do this? When did they masturbate in front of I'd each other? I'd imagine in the 60s, um, okay. back when both of them were alive and so, friends. So, no, no, no. But like, but like, like during like, what era? Was it no, like, no, 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 was no, it like is, all you dude, need is love dude. Beatles? Or was it like, hey, there, Jude Beatles? Or was it like, if I remember correctly, it was earlier Beatles? Your early oh, for Beatles. Sure, for sure, this is like still in high school, like... Like, in fact, the story I heard was like they would sit year old in the in dark closet. The story I heard no, was they would be like, in the dark yeah. in the same room in their corners. This basically. is probably like Hamburg Beatles, something okay. like that. Yeah, Hamburg yeah, and like like the Casbah. Actually, Club. that would make a lot of sense because they were just sleeping in the freaking yeah, theater. They were, yeah, they were just they would like play the show and they go like be around town or whatever. And then when the 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 the, the venue would close, they would just sleep. Although, although green, let's be honest, like, like we should go back. We should listen to the Beatles back catalog because you could probably pick out the moment that they stopped like, masturbating yeah. together. Yeah, because like, like, why like would that, you stop masturbating well, together? Okay, but Mikey, there was definitely a rift between Paul McCartney and John Lennon, and mm -hmm. I think that that rift began because they stopped masturbating together. You think that if they start <laughs> wanking it together, that they might have. Been able yes. to settle it, and we still might have the been able to they save, the save the Beatles. Paul, Masturbation Paul, could have saved the never, Beatles. Paul, you never <laughs> masturbate oh. in front of me anymore. Why don't you masturbate in front of me anymore, John? Paul? John, I think we've been having some issues with you wanting to stop the band. I think maybe should we we should tug one out together. Paul, I'm sick and I tired don't know, of you. Paul. That's right, Ringo I'm is sick still and alive. tired of I you correcting maybe. my <laughs> technique. Ringo is still alive because he still <laughs> masturbates in groups. Every yes. time we do it, you try and shoot rope right okay, at me. So do you think? Do you think? <laughs> do you think Ringo and Paul jerk off together, and that's why they're still alive? This is the most explicit family records we've ever done. I don't and know. I did I it. Shooting. I don't rope. know. Like, like they, there's. When Mikey was the guest on the show, I, we, we did bring up yeah. certain things you guys talk about on They Might Be Brownies. <laughs> I'm sorry, we didn't have a full-on masturbation conversation, did I'm we? Sorry, no, no, I'm sorry. No, but we brought up a single dude And this is what happens uh, when you get a lot of drummers. Yeah, who's got a certain yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Drummers are the same everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of I love the John and Paul voices and I love the idea of them like jerking together like John, you got to pick up the pace. I noticed you're using your left hand, <laughs> and you're not a left-handed player. 
Like, are you? No, he is. Paul is left-handed. Paul, Paul, your cock's a little bigger this week. Well, I thought I'd change it up, John. I took a blue chew, John. I took a blue chew. The Beatles, sponsored by Blue Chew, John. Uh, and, and Family Records by proxy. Blue Chew, you owe us money now. <laughs> I wrote a song about Eleanor Rigby. I was thinking about it while I was wanking with you. <laughs> Eleanor oh, Rigby. I like it. I think I'll go to Finger Tool that I might want to add to it. <laughs> That's dumb. I have no Paul. other joke. Dude, I met like this girl, Rita. <laughs> she like was a meter maid. <laughs> a meter maid, you say? <laughs> I did. <laughs> All right. That's what happens when we get drunk, guys. Yeah. Anyways, we much. should get to plugs. Let's just let's finish good, yeah. this off. This has been uh, a good episode. Honestly, I could keep doing John and Paul <laughs> jokes forever. Oh, for I wrote, sure. If you guys remember, I wrote a whole script for Fat Tango Presents that the was like seagulls, a Beatles right? knockoff. The seagulls. <laughs> the seagulls. Yeah. Never before really like. Probably that, will never be released. You know what, it's terrible. You know Someday we might start a Patreon just to start getting rid of those never before released just scripts. Do those terrible scripts. That'd be we fun. We do them like as shorts. Yeah, we we'll do them on these lines. live shows. If we ever like can do yeah, live yeah, shows, we'll read through those scripts live. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yes. Amen. That, that Patreon. These, those ones need terrible they're Beatles music, though. <laughs> uh, let's do some plugs, though, real quick. Uh, why don't we start with us and then we can get to our guest. Mikey, do you want to plug anything real fast since you're. I would like to plug my favorite show that we do. It's Fat Tango Presents, a scripted audio comedy, and it's a lot of fun to make. Oh, it's not bronies. <laughs> Is it more fun to make than this? Yes. Aww. But you don't get to get whiskey drunk on Fat Tango Presents. No, but I smoke a lot of weed. That's <laughs> <laughs> I've never noticed. That's not tobacco that you've been doing? <sighs> it's mixed <gasps> with tobacco. Mikey! I'm going to tell the president. I roll... No, don't do that. <laughs> don't tell Daddy Biden. Honestly, this... <laughs> um, so Fat Tango presents anything else? Our Instagram. Um, um, yeah, check out at Fat Tango presents on Instagram. Check out at Fat Tango podcast on Twitter. And that's for the whole company, right? Yeah, that's for okay, all that's of everything. Yeah, no, if you go there thinking like, oh, I'm just going to get Family Records shit, you're not. You're going to get uh, Fat Tango Presents, Family and Records. And also Mikey's like random recordings. deep thoughts. If you want. Sometimes, if, maybe. If you want Family Records shit, you can actually go to our Instagram at Family Records Podcast. Or, Ooh, good segue. Thank you. Or <laughs> Family Records Po on Twitter because they have a character limit and I am Which lazy. Which is also why our Twitter is Fat... <laughs> Yeah, Fat Tango Podcast and not Fat Tango Productions. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, you Apparently can check Fat Tango Podcast and Family Records Poe is the same number of characters. No, that's fine. Nice. <laughs> um, fun. fun fact. Interesting archive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can follow Family Records on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, you can also follow... Well, I'll just do mine. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Rodolfi. I am also on... TikTok at Matt Tango, if you feel so inclined. I goof around on there. Um you can also follow another show um, that someone else didn't mention called They Might Be Bronies that I do with a certain fella named Michael Lannon. Oh, hey, we do that show together. Oh, yeah. We had Wait, you guys Dave. are on that show together? Yeah, yeah. we had Dame uh, Judy Dench on recently. Show. No, not Judy Dench. Julie Andrews. Julie, no. I almost called you Judy Dench. I thought you called me Judy no, Dench. No, Judy, Julie Andrews. No, Julie Andrews from Julie. Julie Andrews is Julie Andrews. You called me Judy Dench. I called you Julie Andrews. No, you called me Judy Dench, bro. No, from <laughs> Sound of Music and nah, Princess Diaries. I no, I called you Julie Andrews. And Mikey's favorite movie, Mary Poppins, right? No, my favorite movie is Princess Diaries. I mixed that up. Uh, Sound of Music, Mary Poppins, and my personal favorite, The Princess Diaries. I'm pretty sure Wait, you called I, I look like called, a moose. I thought you called him yes. like... Wait, no, I look like a moose. Yes, but a cute moose. May call the boy mooses go, wah! <laughs> Wait, 
When did you call Matt Julie Andrews? I thought you called him like butt face. No, on the most recent episode, he called me uh, damn Julie Andrews. I'm pretty sure he said Judy Dench. I'm like Dench. 80% sure. I'm like 90. Money's more than 80. Don't know if you heard. I'll bet you fucking a <laughs> you hundred dollars. It was probably like Dame Julia Roberts. <laughs> Anyways, you can check out They Might I Be Bronies where Mikey dame. and I watch every episode of My Little Pony to find out if we might be bronies. Uh, so far, not bronies. Not so much, nah. <laughs> but How it's a lot of fun. Guys jar? Eh, a couple drops. Eh. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not a bad show. It's not a bad show. I enjoy it sometimes. Not like, yeah. But it's not like full jar. Yeah, good yeah, yeah. Show. We ain't filling a okay. jar yet. Anyways, uh, I guess that's my plugs. Also, check out Four to Tango, which we do with the other owner of the show uh, or of the company, Ellis Rodriguez. We also have. Uh, I won't mention that. Um, but yeah, any anything right. for Blake? Blake, you want to do some plugs? Well, since uh, all of the shows that I'm on have already been plugged, yeah, uh, suck it. you know, you can follow me on Twitter at Blake Sweet Comic, and I I have a TikTok, but I haven't posted in like three months. It's at BSBS Comedy. It's a sick uh, name. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm super creative. <laughs> yeah, for right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed uh, to right. months. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's right. My name. Yeah. <laughs> Follow for the name, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty easy to find on social media. Carlos, uh, you got Yeah, you want to give us some plugs, Carlos? You actually, first guest we've had that has some plugs. Holy moly. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you guys for having me. Uh, Hell yeah, Follow man. those guys. They're definitely fun as hell to be around and just listening to their podcasts and their content. They're definitely there and we'll give you entertainment uh, also follow so livermore live sweet. music um as you guys as you guys know i'm a drummer so you're probably gonna find me in a band around uh definitely a venue around in livermore so uh, livermore live music so you can know where every uh band is gonna be playing and other than that thank you guys for having me it's been is an that honor just a, show's like, coming up is that a is that a, a that's, that's a website uh well, shares all the live stuff that's every, happening so all the, the wires and so stuff this too? this guy started this website where every single band in livermore they show their calendar like oh, so that's let's badass. just say friday the 26th and it shows every single band where they're gonna oh, be at what yeah. time so uh it, it it's a good website so like you know, anybody that wants to go out and just wants to listen to some music, they can choose to check it out. Want. That's badass. Yeah. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, I know. Livermore, uh, Livermore Live Music. And uh, there's other... a lot of live music in Livermore, too. All these wineries. Oh, yeah. Molly, dude, all, I, I, all the wineries downtown Livermore. Our, has one like of, our, one of the main spots venues. I play is uh, Casa Rosca, and there's people of in course. Monica's. There's I people in it. Yeah. Casa Rosca. Do you play? Has they've been having a lot of live music lately, too. Dude, I play there the last three weeks with three different bits. That's so funny you say that. I freaking went there for dinner tonight. No. <laughs> <laughs> Were you playing there tonight? No, I nah. was not. <laughs> That's why I was watching The Conjuring. <laughs> Waiting for you. But uh, uh, thank you guys for having me. It's definitely been yeah, an honor. Yeah, you have shows coming up? Have they, to have you on again. Like um, Mind you, there is a 10-day delay. <laughs> let me check my Google like, calendar. Got anything coming up in 10 days? Yeah. Uh, so I guess see. not next no, week, That delay week will, will diminish in the and weeks to come. Sooner or later. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Saturday, July 17th. I would nomad hustle at Casa Roscoe and July 30th at uh, Casa Roscoe with a different band, Meredith McHenry band. So, well, and you're how many like, bands do you play with? Five. What? God damn, damn, son. Yeah. Your Holy main crap. band. I'm, I'm staying busy, bro. I'm Is staying. your main band Sugar Bear? 
For the most part, yeah. Is there anywhere you can find Sugar Bear uh, on social media? Uh, Sugar, uh, you can find us in Sugar Bear Cali on Instagram and Sugar Bear Band on Facebook. Uh, we usually release all the dates where we got to be. Do playing. you have any uh, social media you'd like to plug? Or um, I guess my personal. You don't um, have to. No, I mean, I'm, <laughs> not everyone does. Why it's not? A, I mean, we're kind of a unique show where people come on that don't really want to play. Well, yeah, their like, stuff. like like my dad recommended out. Al- yeah, Altamont Brewing. Yeah, Company. yeah, he doesn't want people following him on I'd Facebook. I'd like to <laughs> plug the vagina monologues. Oh yeah, I would yeah, absolutely check that out. love to plug well, the vagina monologues. You guys are if you, sick. <laughs> if you do, if you do follow me on Instagram, you can find out all the days that I'm going to be playing with different bands. Uh, it's uh, CV3 underscore twenty one. On Instagram, so Hell if yeah. you're interested in that, you know, you're welcome to give me a follow. We'll put that in the episode description as well. Absolutely, man. Yeah, thank you guys again for having me. It's been an honor. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, for coming for sure. on, this man. was a lot of fun. Absolutely. I honestly have to have a gun because I can keep talking drumming for. Oh, dude. <laughs> we can <laughs> keep go- hours. This is the thing, people. We can keep going for four more hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a lot of time. <laughs> Whiskey and drums. Yeah. We can rogue in the shit out of this podcast. Hell yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thank you guys. Yeah, yeah, keep going deep. Anyways, all right, y'all. Well, thanks for joining us again for another episode of, of oh, an extra long episode of Family Records. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out, and we'll see you next week. Actually, Blake, we should announce like yeah, in the next we coming have weeks. A- sort of special coming we up. We have our fishing trip coming up, the family fishing trip that we've mentioned a couple times. And uh Well, it's coming up as of the time of recording. It will be, it will have been over for at least a week by the time it releases. Well, we'll see. I mean, we're going to catch up a little bit because yeah. the, the goal is we're going to bring all of our equipment and see if, if all goes according to plan. We might get a couple episodes with our direct family on our actual fishing trip, and which is a big... Including possibly the... Mike Rodolfi. Yeah, yeah, we might have the Buddhist Mike, Rud- Mike Rodolfi. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike Rodolfi, the Buddhist. We're going to have lots of questions <laughs> about Buddhism for him. So <laughs> that'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, guys, I don't actually know anything about Buddhism. <laughs> like, oh, no, I gave all that up. <laughs> no, no. So that's that'll be fun. Hopefully in the next few weeks after this, in the weeks coming after this drops, we'll probably have a couple of weeks. Unless we just have a hell of a time and don't actually break out the equipment. We'll see. We might just have too know. much fun to get we drunk might with have our too family. Much fun. Fucked up. Yeah, we'll see. It's possible. But that big trip is coming, whether we have some extra episodes with family or we just kind of recap it maybe yeah. after it happens. Um, that's probably going to be the next episode. So be ready for that. Anyways, thanks for joining us, y'all. This was a lot of yeah, fun. Thank Carlos, you guys thanks so again much for, for coming and hanging out with us. It's an honor. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess until next time, we'll see you. Take care. Take care, guys. Peace. Bye. Bye. This has been a Fat Tango production.